Yeah, we've got that one too. First pressing, even. You're listening to Vinyl Community Podcasts. Buddies, welcome back. We're a few days tardy on our normal scheduled rotation of the surface noise program, but uh, Concert Buddy, welcome you back. There's a reason for our petulance, and that's part of our panel today. We're, uh, well, some of us are out of town, some of us are in town. Went to the Austin Record Convention, and we're going to talk about that, maybe show some goodies, all that kind of good stuff. Everyone on screen currently was at the convention that's part of our process so you might not i know arnaldo is in the gallery so i didn't want him to think we slide in i was just kind of being specific but i also know he's recovering from uh covid vaccine so i hope you're feeling better <clears throat> anyway joining me for this presentation our returning champion david bianco hello Safe everybody down, texas audio excursion david how are you doing this evening great great to meet everybody get to see you guys made it safely yeah Long, long way, long way back. Yeah, long well, bus ride. And our, and our aspiring champion, uh, my my roommate for a couple nights, and then uh, Jason's roommate for a night, sharing the love. He's the man of many names, but he's only brought two to the table today. One yeah, of the, one of the sweetest guys in the vinyl community has Jose Moreno. Que pasa? Yonda, yonda. All good. All good. Awesome. And then. New to the record show scene, is that accurate, Louis Golden? Was this your first uh, bonanza in a record show environment? No, I went to another one, um, and it was equally as boring. <laughs> oh, man. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Wow, wow. Come on. We got to work up to that. We got to work up to the climax. Here. I did go to the Dallas one, and it was funny because all the same people were there. It's usually how those roll. You yeah. can see a lot of the same faces. Yeah. Then, the man of the moment, the man in the mirror. Remember that song? Michael Jackson, the man in the mirror. Big, big day, big day from our uh, from our last member of the dais. He's fighting some demons, fighting some dragons, spitting <laughs> some hot takes and some top truths. Jason Rojas, good evening. Yeah, I need to learn more about what happened. I was. He's in a black hole. There's a vortex behind him there. <laughs> <laughs> two words right it was uh it was a vc onslaught <laughs> this morning well listen i mean you extended you single-handedly extended that program two additional hours i mean there were my bladder was struggling and i wasn't even watch i didn't watch the whole thing i just i don't know serendipitously just turned it on a few minutes before before you just broke through the door you broke the walls down was there any um, was there, was there anything good taken away from it? Like what happened? That's what I want to know. If you highlight uh, Jason Arsenault's uh, common please chance. Oh, hang on one we'll second. Type it to Louie right there. All right, let me find the Arsenal man. Oh, here we go. Jason R is the king of the hot takes. Well, for for a day, sure. We're gonna get you your own custom oven mitt in no time, Jason. Just just stay tuned. We'll, we'll work with the home office. What, what was the hot, what were what were the hot takes? Uh, wow, how many can I count here? Jeez, uh, 
Should we go into this or should we? Yeah, start? Why, 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 we, we have to. Topic right. at hand and, then, and then we'll come back to that. Yeah, we'll, then we'll come back. That's we'll see how long sure. we go. But I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about our friend in absentia, absentia Harry, Harry B. Hey, Harry. Harry. Harry, join the gallery. I know. It's, I know. There's a Seahawks game on, so I, so I don't fault you for choosing better programming than this <laughs> this supple little live stream. But uh, anywho, we got a lot of folks already joining the gallery. I sincerely appreciate it. my man Chauncey Phillips bringing it, bringing it. Oh, Arnaldo, no, Arnaldo, you did not get shunned. I'm just letting you know. If you we would keep your seat up here. Trust me, we'd be all oh, about he, it. About it. Is he supposed to be up here? But he? No, 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 no. no. I, I, if anything, I was just trying to keep it an Austin-focused uh, talk. But I'll throw out the vine later if we want to talk about yep. the uh, record store day list mm-hmm. and so forth. So we do have one warm seat. It's it's a hot seat. We need Jason to have his own space right now to cool down from all the hot takes earlier. We gotta we gotta simmer down, simmer down, pot roast. All right. Well, anyway, topic at hand: Austin record convention. Uh, I'll just start with uh, well, Louis. We'll just start with you because uh, you kind of you came toward the end of the early bird day, and you did do early bird, kind of took it in. But I noticed you didn't take any records out. What was your overall impression of the time you were there? Um, well, it's just like it just re- it reinforces my idea that most of the time I'm interested in hearing about listening to and deciding I like new music, even if it's older, you know, new to me. And um, so digging for treasures like that is, is such, it's a polar opposite of what most of the VC does. You know what I mean? Like you guys are looking for a lot of different things for a lot of different reasons. Whereas I'm mostly focused on the fact that vinyl is physical and an investment and something I have to deal with helps me with listening to more music. And I've really, you know, doubled down on that. Like, I'm still growing my collection and all, but it's all, like, stuff that I'll hear about from other VC channels and then check out and be like, oh, my God, I do need to have this. Or it's I'm doing a really deep dive on a genre and trying to learn about it and find this stuff. So digging that way is is important. But I just, you know, there wasn't enough time for me to really make a dent, and I'm not. Yeah, I don't have enough knowledge anyway. <clears throat> no, I hear you. David. This is, I'm, I'm sure you've been to this show several times. Have you lost count, or is it? Or, I don't. I, yeah, I don't. I don't have count. Well, tell, uh, tell, tell us about your experience because you had a unique perspective in the sense that uh, you not only brought your friend Brad with you, but then you were yeah. also helping a shop that we'd like to elevate in the community, and that's Armando, not Arnaldo. I, I'm very, I'm being very intentional. I'm being very yeah. smart about this. Armando, who has a yeah. shop in Waco called Vintage Mio. Correct, that. correct. Anyway, yeah. you were kind of you were kind of moonlighting because you were there to shop <laughs> and and score some things, but then you're also there to support Armando. Yeah, in his effort. So tell us about it. Yeah. So yeah, it was the show was it's big, but I've seen it bigger, uh, frankly. But it was uh, well attended, and the usual pattern of traffic happened. Early birds a great idea because you can you get in there early to pick out the the cherry stuff. Less people, uh, too, less people. Yeah. I was just going to say, and you don't get uh, claustrophobic because Saturday for sure got really busy after ten. Yeah. But um, 
But yeah, my and my perspective also was a little different because I also came with a list from some people I know in the VC who were looking for records. Novice and, Nick, where yeah, are you? Yeah, yeah, he was one. <laughs> he was one. So I probably, you know, on on average, I think I scored more records for other people than myself, which is fine sure. because you know that's part of what this is all about. So, um, uh, you know, there there were some really interesting anecdotes I'll talk about as we go through that I that we that happened. But overall, I think for me, this show was these shows to me are newer now because of the interaction with other people in the VC, people walking up to you and saying, "Hey, I've been watching your videos for a year." You know, weird stuff happens like that. David, and, you sign the uh, autographs? No, I uh, no uh, no. They. I'm completely playing. That's a, that's a complete rip. Well, they wouldn't pay ten bucks. That was the real problem. But, no, uh, <laughs> sure. just kidding. Just Fair enough. Fair but enough. it was really, it was really. But meeting the people was really the highlight of for me the show. Uh, Have my friend Brad there and helping him score some. He scored a Led Zepp three classic records, for example. I mean, yeah, good yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Jason. Your approach was very intentional. And I mean that because after day one, you had what, two records, 245s, if, I, if, if my, my count's correct? Two albums and 245s. Two, okay, two albums and 245s. Was that a reflection just of you being selective and, and not being too impatient, or was that just a reflection of a weak selection by the vendors? Maybe both in a way. Maybe both. That's, no, no, I'm asking. I, listen, I asked the question. Uh, the thing is, it's like, it's hard for me to be finding like amazing stuff, you know? Um, but I did find like one cool thing at the end of day one, you know? But that was a surprise thing. Like, I wasn't, you know, I didn't have a list, right? I just go there, have fun. Uh, more important, I wanted to meet everybody, right? And I did meet Chance and Jose beforehand the night before. We had like some burgers and fries and, you know, milkshake, you know. So it was very happy. It was a happy days experience. We had the burgers and shakes and fries and a couple of laughs. No Fonzie, though. No Fonzie. Fonzie was there. Uh, I mean, I was there just to meet everybody. You know, the records be damned. You know, I was there to hang out, <laughs> meet some people, you know, have some fun. You know, uh, sometimes, you know. Arnold, Arnold, Jason is a savvy shopper, and he would know because you guys have been record shopping before, so. Yes. And then there was only one. My guy. My roomie. <laughs> Mi hermano mayor. Jose. What was your uh, high, high level? What did you think of the show? Um, tell tell us how you got there. Tell, tell us about you arguably having the best roommate of all time, and and, and, and what? Yeah, how yeah. did you find? Oh, <laughs> the best roommate not named Jason Rojas. Um, but the overall impressions of the show. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. I, I think that the experience was was pretty good. Um, my my only problem with the actual show was that I found. Some great stuff. I would grade it for like one to ten. I would grade it like six point five, seven, Ooh. perhaps. I don't think that's a bad um, thing per se. It's just that, for example, I, 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 I didn't got as much records as you know I would have wanted, but there were a lot of records that I really, really wanted. And once, hey. Once I, uh, sorry, once I 
look at the record itself, there was really scratch, and that happened to me a lot of times. After, so that's something that uh really bummed me up the first day that I ran. The first day I ran, uh, we were like fourth in line, right? Like fifth, probably sixth in line, and I ran all the way to the end, thinking that was the best idea possible, and it turned out to be one of the worst decisions. And um. Hang on, but you're leaving out one important detail. You brought your trusty record case, so you were sprinting. You were, you were, you were, you were, you were, you were yeah, sprinting. This, there, oh, there it is. A guest appearance, and you were sprinting. Yeah. You did, you did, you did. I didn't see you for several hours. Once we walked through those doors, yeah. it was like we didn't know each other for a couple hours. Well, uh, yeah. To be honest, um, it was. It's not that big of a room. It is pretty big, but I didn't see anybody, anybody at all. Um, for till probably when we left to eat right because everybody was like oh i saw pa uh, patrick over here oh I, I saw harry over here and i had only seen you well jason the night before david i saw in the lobby right armando was there and then uh some guys we met uh, at end of an year uh uh the previous day if, I, if i'm not and that was it and then um but i enjoyed it a lot i think that it could have been an eighth but that uh yeah we did i didn't go we didn't go on sunday i think uh, the first day i was very o overwhelmed because it was so much to see that i didn't want to miss out and the second day i i think i did see like pretty much everything you know pretty much 80 percent of the crates were dig and um but um uh, overall i think it was pretty good some gems that i saw unfortunately were scratched or a little overpriced like 30 percent overpriced most of them but uh overall i think most people were like uh ready to make a deal right from the get-go yep. you know i didn't struggle there was a guy that the one that i bought most records from I would tell him like, well, two records he had it for sixty sixty bucks sixty one one, and uh, he brought them down through thirty five. Like uh, the first question, hey, would you take thirty five? Yes. So no back and forth. You just you laid no. on that Moreno charm, and you just you just yeah. got him down. Yeah, yeah. Well, and Jose, Jose, since you since you did throw a rating out yes. there, six point five. We've got we've got a couple takes. First of all, well, let's get to the. Mazzy says you need to up that to an eight next time. But more importantly, I think Arnaldo, yeah. Ar I don't want to slip up because I got two A's on my, on my mind right now. Arnaldo has a question. When you rate a record show, what goes into the rating? The rarity of the record finds? Um, the well, well, I'll give you like three points. First of all, I saw like very standard uh, that people call grails. I saw a lot of that not like extremely difficult to find records i didn't i didn't see any records that i was like floored to see like oh my god i've never seen that before hang on i'm gonna cut you off you jose know? because before we walked in you, you shared a picture with me well but that's well yeah but well yeah well, and you said you even shared and i took a photo of myself there's one record john kale yeah yeah if, if, if you see this let me know and and, yeah, and what did you find yeah it's this one exactly hang on i'll make you big hold please let's go but um well so my idea was that i was gonna try to look for 
two specific titles. One was this one. And then the other one was this one. Let me take it out of the sleeve so it doesn't. Don't offend Maz that he doesn't like the glaring of this. Yeah. So this is Nico Desich, or that, that I love a lot. It's pretty much in mint condition. Um, those were the the mo one of the, the most popular two titles that I really wanted that, that I knew that probably I was not going to find. And again, I went all the way to the end of the um, of the show and I went to everybody, asked them those two things before I dig anything. And it wasn't until the very beginning of the fair that somebody had them. So it was a horrible strategy, you know, because it, it was literally the first <laughs> row, like within the first 10 people that had him. The, the best <laughs> you know, boots, they paid, they pay a little premium usually to get those best boots. So just as a learning yeah. strategy. Yeah, I figure I figure <laughs> that out. To be honest, yeah. the last line where all the shirts were, it was cool, but some some really were like. So for my rating, for example, I saw way too many 13 floor elevators no one had the mono no one had the mono everybody had the stereo, stereo the, yeah, yeah. the prices were so crazily like <laughs> i saw i have had never seen so many uh butcher covers in my life i'm not a big uh beatles fan so to be honest i had never had a, a butcher cover in my hands uh but uh, like people would, because it was the early bird, everybody was like, you want to see it? And I was like, have it here. And I was like, oh, that's, that's Ringo's V-neck. All right. I see it. It's real. And I'll give it back. <laughs> yeah, because oh, there, there was a Beatle expert at the end. Yeah. And, uh, I don't play with those Beatle experts. They, they, had, they, they'll suck your, they, they, they suck your energy. They're like energy vampires. I just he say had it. five butcher covers. And they were all up, up above a thousand bucks. And some have like the the cheapest one that i saw and it was pretty good condition what it was like a second state it was six hundred dollars yeah so that. if that one was not selling i don't think any of the other was sold uh the 13 floor elevator was all over the place and everybody saw the rl led zeppelin too it was everywhere it was it was everywhere it was like a bad some, ranch <laughs> some people had it at four hundred dollars some people had it at like $300 VG condition. And then at the second day, I pointed out to Patrick, somebody had it for $60. And he went over, he saw the record. He he told me something that I didn't understand. He said that it looked like it had been badly flattened. You know? Oh, no. Yeah. And 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 he, he was like, nah, it's not worth it. And to be honest, it's not a record that I'm like seeking out. So I, I, I didn't buy it. But that was the different pricing. So if... They had it for like almost five hundred dollars, and then sixty dollars. The same record, almost in the same condition, because that record is always like VG, VG plus. It's never right. gonna be near mint. Right. Probably a near mint one could go like four hundred dollars. Like, but if in the same room people have it in the same condition as you, and it's sixty bucks, that's a little embarrassing. Uh, Buckingham Knicks, all over the Very place. Very common. Yeah, one hundred and fifty. To like 70 60 bucks yeah i saw one for 60 yep and yeah. none were in good condition because <laughs> i looked at all of them yeah well yeah and hear that nick like, i looked at all of them <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well there was a guy that had like the, the the huge wall next to the actual wall yes uh, uh, like the size he's a good, he's a good yeah. member I, I, I buy from that guy every year yeah. he's got a yeah. lot of nice stuff. that that was probably one of the better uh 
things, but it was horrible because none of them make sense. You would have like <laughs> prices, yeah. records next to a one that was like a hundred, next to one that was 30, 40, 60. It was really bizarre. And, and my, so my one critique of that vendor, and I, I buy from memory, he, he has a really great curation. His bins are so tight. Like oh, it, yeah, makes yeah. You, it makes you not yeah. want to look. So I, I so I pull, and I don't know if this is rude or bad manners, but I just start moving stacks because it's yeah. the only way you can do that unless you have like you know yeah, but it, yeah, because it didn't make any sense. It was not like rock, 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 jazz, jazz. No, jazz, no, it's rock. all over. Yeah, that's that's yeah, it's a criticism too. And and he had very like he had like um, avant garde uh, classical music, and in the same bin he had like Coldplay and <laughs> right. and like. Katy Perry reissues, so it was. Jackson, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so my critique for the six point five seven is that I saw a lot of like normal high end uh, seek out records at uh, Discogs going for the most bizarre different type of prices. Yeah, fluctuation, sure. And again, I didn't see saw anything that I was like completely like floor like oh my god i have never seen this in my life well we uh, talked about this too jose is, is that, and you guys feel free to chime in but you know one of the best feelings you can have record show record store is when you're flipping through and you go oh i call it the oh shit moment but i think there's degrees right there's yeah. like the oh shit where you're like you can't believe you found this then there's the like oh like you know like oh this is cool then that makes you want to take it out and look at it so yeah. I, I had more O's. <laughs> this is this sounds very bizarre. I had more O moments, but I didn't have any O shit moments. So I can appreciate you saying it. Well, I, I I did found uh, for example. Uh, let me, if uh, everybody wants to start uh, showing record. Well, uh, well, hang on. Let, 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 let's hit a couple <laughs> other things real quick because uh, one thing, and we were talking about this a little bit beforehand. So the the, the show has a oh a great idea for me. Yeah, yeah, a great idea, and that they have a, a hotline number that you can text a list of what you're looking for. Single titles, a list, extended list, what have you. And I honestly, I'm I'm over three. Last year, I got a couple of nibbles, but they're all three were just. One was a CD; it wasn't a vinyl. One was a second pressing, not a first pressing. One was a mess up. Anyway, how did you guys? Did you guys try this, and did you guys have any success or any near misses on this, David? I see you nodding your head. Yeah, I I did about fifteen, and I got one hit. <laughs> no, I so. I tried it. I sent like twenty records and nobody reply ever. Mm. So yeah. Well, Jason, do you do you have a do you have a phone that has uh non US uh you know code uh No but, but I got the reply. So you, you would send it in the text and they would like greet you, right? Mm -hmm. And then you would send the list. So yeah, but a system somebody, is communicating on those. And but if a, if a vendor has to do a return, then he would get it with no. chargers, I would think. No. Okay. No, no, no. But but it was it was beyond that. I, I mean, um, even I had a list, and even uh, Stunty had sent me a sixty-five or seventy-five. I can't remember seventy-five title list that I would give to people to check. And oh, no one wow. had anything. Well, actually, oh, one of those records was the Nico one, but you know, that's you're going to send them a list of sixty-five. They're not going to look at it. No, 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 everybody saw it, and nobody had it because, for example, I'll, uh, really? the second day, the second day, okay. I was I was uh, talking with with Stunty on the phone, and a guy without even seeing who I was talking to, he said, "Are you talking to Stunt Rock Confusion?" 
<laughs> Don't say that out loud. Now, now yeah. he's gonna get a big head. Come on. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Well, well, he because he was, and 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 I was like, yeah, no, but he knew him because he was. He's also a seller in them Bosch. Ah, uh, huh. so he has sold him him before, and he watches the the show and and everything. So it was pretty interesting, and he had a bunch of records, but. I think he was really, really, really waiting for that third day, because, because, again, we I would everything was like thirty dollars more expensive than it should be. Sure. So my and he and he told me like on Sunday everything's gonna be like thirty dollars less. So you know, it's just everything you know. that's left. Yeah. Well, exactly. let's, let's talk before we talk about what we we, what we pulled because that's what the people want to look. They they want to yeah. see they want to see what we brought back so they can ooh and awe or make fun of us. But let's talk, David. You touched on kind of the beginning, and this was different for me for probably most of us in that sense that we had like the unofficial kind of meetups. We knew a lot of the, the people in the vinyl community uh, two dimensionally, as some will say. Um, and so it was really, for me, it was a great experience in the sense that I got to meet all you guys, got to spend time with you. And honestly, like we talked records a little bit, but it was more of observations from the show and things. <laughs> and it was more of, you know, like Jose, for example, Jose was talking about, uh, one particular a lot of things. Yeah. You're, you're talking about a lot of things, <laughs> but in, in particular, you're talking about uh, a butthole surfers record that I was looking for and, and yeah. couldn't find it on my own. I found a reissue on one end of the building. So I, when I found you the second day, kind of like, hey, where was that at? And Jose, being a great guy, literally, he shepherded me. He walked me through the mountain of people. <laughs> he walked me through with that trusty little case. He was he was smacking people in the face with it. We were not to be denied. And so he took me to a vendor, and this vendor just so happened to have uh, a pretty, uh, pretty rare piece, which I'll show here in a second. Um, so anyway. Hats off to Jose, but I never had that before. And I think last year, if memory serves, I had mentioned I was going to the Austin show. And David, I think, was at, at that time was the only person who was like, yeah, I think I'm going to go too. And didn't work out. But to go from, for me, to go from last year where, like, maybe I'd meet up one person, maybe, to met up with all of you. I mean, we had, what, 10 people, I think it was. And then Eddie Perez was there. He was there in the early. But it was almost like a relay. Eddie Perez was there at the beginning of the Friday and then he left, and literally within like two minutes, Louis showed up. So it was a great turnout. It was great to meet everybody, and everybody was pretty cool. I know there there's a lot of uh, conversation about you know how was the show, how was meeting everybody. So speaking for myself, I, that was probably the highlight of the show. I got some nice records yeah, about them, but mm-hmm. it was really cool to not only meet like minded people, but nice people, right? And then there's Jason, you know, the the most hated man in the VC. Oh you no! Feel, you could feel the flames. The flame is hinging. Oh. <laughs> Hang on. What, what there he is. He's a. Uh, oh, is this something from the show? Most hated. Buys the crappiest records. <laughs> it's James Dean on conga drums. I didn't even know something like this existed. I thought he was comparing James Dean on conga drums to his morning show uh, display this morning. Okay. <laughs> that could be it, too. Like, could as be he it. Talks and relaxes with friends. That was me on the Rachel's. Oh, yeah. Morning. <laughs> Limited collectible. What does it say? I like how, like, it, it could be James Dean on here. I mean, the it, it also could be Court Howard. I mean, you can't really tell. It's not really a great picture. It could be Ron Howard's brother. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> it looks just literally looks like anyone could be that that guy in the photo. It's like blurry. 
Yeah. All right. I, I, I really enjoyed meeting everybody. Everybody was um, pretty much uh, how we are, I guess, here in the, in the stream, you know? Sure. Uh, I really enjoy talking with everybody. I, um, I enjoy the food. I, I, I ate good. I I I put a gun on Jason's uh, head and uh, he went with me to uh, Domino's Pizza. I was gonna ask, did you guys go to Domino's? Because because Jose was with me the first couple nights, and then we yeah. did a handoff. We had we had a baby Jessica moment where I was leaving because I was leaving uh, on Saturday, and then we had to get Jose lodging, and so Jason yeah. Jason was kind enough to offer his abode and. Uh, Actually, that leads me to a question because I didn't get to ask you. I'll just ask you guys now. How did you manage? Because Jason, you also had a guest in. You had the the, the dubious, the illustrious Nathaniel Mars staying with you. How did you navigate Jose, Nathaniel, Jose's ample suitcase situation in your vehicle, which is really designed for um, s small children and potentially people with vertical uh, challenges? <laughs> Okay, two seater, two seater. I didn't like Jose had to Uber to my place. Yeah, yeah. Ah. I'm also thinking like next time, like we if we ever meet up again for the next Austin show, my I can put up look with Louie, but again, maybe we'll put Jose in the trunk, Louie on the <laughs> I, I, yeah on the roof of my car, and then Nate if he comes, we'll just put him. You know, hey, listen, I'll ride with you too. I'll roof. Be, remember Teen Wolf for the guy who rode on the on the top of the van. I'd be all about that. I don't know if we could do the highways. But it'd be a lot of fun just recreating that scene from an amazing movie. Yeah. No, we. Uh, I just. Uh, I. I over to uh, Jason's and uh, 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 Chance uh, got to know one of my uh, interesting facts is that I fell asleep like this on the horse. <laughs> I fall asleep. Some call it narcolepsy. Some call it narcolepsy. I call it. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I it is narcolepsy. I don't know if it is, but it probably is. Doesn't happen when you're driving, does it? It, it it's something i don't know what it is but it's like immediately when 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 i'm in cars like i i, I like now, now this is not jose sleeping i want to be very clear the sandwich, <laughs> the sandwich was actually from from the dining establishment went to friday evening uh, this is the classy place the that pants had his go-to oh, yeah. dining listen. experience yeah this this was a food truck so we went to a food a, truck a, at a picnic table yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, it worked out. All right? I, I can't help it. But, uh, we went to this, this place to have some libations, mm -hmm. and this food truck, clearly ripping off the intellectual property of the movie Tommy Boy, uh, was, was slinging some overpriced uh, chicken wings and sides. And, Louie, did you chip a tooth on one of the Brontosaurus uh, chicken fingers? Um, no, but, but very nearly. They, I had to pay extra for the... Um, cement coating on the outside of them wow was it like double double fried or something um i think that it was just um shit it was actually i think breaded in the colonel's original herbs and spices <laughs> in 1966 oh all right the, the celebrating uh, 
And their website strong armed me into tipping and everything. It was just- oh, don't even get me started on the flip the tip situation. I, 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 w- I would probably lose subscribers. People knew how I wrote. Like they have it. The glass is all closed in the food truck. It's not like you walk up to a food truck and you hey say hey, can I have some some tenders? Right? They have this huge sign that says, "We will not open these windows. Scan this QR code, and then we'll send you a text message when we fucking feel like it." Oh, wow. <laughs> that's what. It, and I was like, "Okay, cool, fine, whatever, COVID, whatever." So do that. And then the <clears throat> they don't give you an option, an easy option. I'm sure there is one, but they don't give you an option not I to tip. You scared. So uh, if so, if right. somebody asks me something, uh, let me know because I can't see the chat. I'm on the, I'm on the phone. All right. Oh no worries, Jose. Well, all right. No, no, not that anybody wants to talk to you. But. Well, let, let, let's get to a couple quick questions, and then we'll talk about what we will be pulled from the show. So the first, I, I hid this one. Vinyl Piper Chris asked the question. I'm sure it's on the, the minds of several. Who drank the most? Uh, I think Easily me, without a well, doubt. Well, me. we're talking. Yeah, 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 we'll be clear. <laughs> Louis, Louis had a mild day at the Diet Coke farm. He, he, Louis was at about 18 Diet Cokes. <laughs> It's about one every six or seven minutes. That's that, and that's accurate. I've seen it. I've lived it. I, I've seen it. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody. I mean, Jose turned me on to Jose. What was the name of that uh, that brewery? They they had the cider. East, the, East I East Austin East Ciders. Austin, Austin East Cider or something. Austin, and and uh, you know when yeah, somebody good, right? yeah, it was really good. When somebody recommends a new drink, it's usually like you know, okay, sure. But Jose was spot on. These these well, ciders not. They're very I couldn't, delicious. I couldn't find any gluten free beer, beers this time, so I always drink that. They have a good, uh, a lot of uh, different flavors. Just the dry one, that's the one that I normally drink. Um, but uh, it's pretty good. I mean, honestly, um, I think we probably did the most drinking that first night when we when yeah. the, we went to that one establishment that closed like eight minutes after we got there, and we met up with Eddie eleven. Yeah, so yeah. weird. So, so we got a couple Sixers and went back to our hotel and and sat outside, just kind of had some great conversation. We we got to see the Mars Man unmask, which was still a, a, a new experience. So that was a lot of fun, which, and then, which was deleted from my memory for like. Uh, Men in black, right? Like <laughs> that's funny. All yeah. right. So, so next question, Mazzy's asking, when does the big video post? Well, I, for me, I only took some stock footage. I was I was actually more focused on digging <laughs> and then the social aspect. Yeah. So, uh, David, I know you did a, a quick little video. Did anybody else get any other footage that's going to make it into a video into the YouTube stratosphere? I would. I don't think um, so. Maybe I'm wrong. I just dropped the one before the show of what I got, so uh, I put that one up. I, I I recorded with the intention of perhaps maybe uh, could one day make a video of it. <laughs> perhaps but, maybe uh, one day. Yes, uh, yes, but uh, I I don't know I I don't know. I mean uh, maybe There's I'll so just many, I'll just so many factors to consider really. Uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll just cut this clip and, uh, and uh, paste it on my uh, a non-existent. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Jazz Bums Chris, who was invited on the, the the mythical Facebook page, but I don't I, I don't I think only two people even saw the Facebook page, so it, it really did work yes. out as well as we thought. But uh, at least he was in the same state. I heard that. I, I knew that there. I had heard rumblings of a eight-hour Cal Ripken level uh, Jazz Bum stream on Friday. And uh, so I, I'm sure that there is a yeah. lot of stories coming out of that. Yeah. Well, and, um, 
And Malia was there. I haven't heard her mentioned, but yeah, Malia was there. I'm sorry. Yeah, Malia was there. She uh, and Patrick was there. I think we Patrick, mentioned him in passing. Patrick, yeah. Harry. Yeah, and Harry. Harry. And, um, and Eddie Perez. And Eddie yeah. Perez. Yeah, we talked about him. Yeah, but and we, and we, we met uh, Tencent, who was uh, selling at the show. Cindy, yeah. Cindy, Cindy, yeah. 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 Yeah, I bought some stuff from her, yeah. Yeah. I I like that when, when uh, I was walking, she said, hi, Jose. And I was like, hey. And <laughs> That's what she did to me, too. She, right. I, thought, I thought I was hearing things, and I walked by, and she, hey, concert buddy. And then I remembered right. you guys had said she was in that direction, so I just – I didn't even play the fool. I said, "Watch your mouth, Cindy." <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, and she immediately said, "You won't find any records you will like on my booth." <laughs> <laughs> Saved you the time. That was pretty. Yeah, nice that was Which very I don't generous. think it's. Uh, everybody thought. Well, you know, I have a. I, I think I have a white widespread uh, taste. So I, I, you know, I. You'll see one of the records that I got. It's some are just straight straightforward stuff. I did found one that it may not. It's it's probably the cheapest one. It's that cheap of the cheapest one that I got, but the condition was so good I couldn't say no. So you know, uh, I'm 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 happy with what I got. Uh, I I played two records already and I already cleaned them, but I need some uh, inner sleeves, you know. All right. Well, listen, we've built this up. Probably more than we needed to, but this is the, this is what this is what the people wanted. This is why I, I felt compelled, motivated. I did a little mini pod uh, yesterday to kind of just talk about my personal experience at the show. If you haven't listened to it on Vinyl Community Podcast, I don't know what you're waiting for. It's it's captivating. It's titillating. It's it just it it hits you all hits all the marks. So check that out. But in absentia of that, we actually have show and tell time. Everybody's getting their getting their stuff together. So. I have Jose already kind of showed one, but I don't know. Do you guys want how do you want to do this? You want to do the best and worst buys? Or um, do you want to do your favorite like buys? Best? No, let's do worst first and then <laughs> so worst buy. All right. Now I mean Yeah, let's just do, let's do that. I like Jason's idea. Uh what? So let, let's let's go through say we'll do snake style. Wor- right. The worst thing you bought. Now worst can mean Worst price, the the the, the biggest uh, thing that people are just going to shake their head in disgust and shame. Those, those chicken tenders, without outside of the brontosaurus meat uh, chicken tenders that were prehistoric in nature and cracked a, a, a crown in Lou's mouth. Yes, I agree. I'm debating which one is my worst because. Well, look, look, we can go another. We can go two rounds. We only have a few of us on here, so no, because one, it's the cheap record. That it was in pristine condition, condition, and then the other one, it's the the cover that I show everybody that I could show them to. You know which one I'm talking about, right? I know. I think I have a feeling, but if anybody's ready while I'm digging. Well, I'll go ahead. And- yeah, I got mine. All right, David, you you kick us off. Here We're we go. going worst, right? Yeah, let's do worst. Okay, so I like um, a lot of you know songs that were hits in the '60s and '70s, but maybe more one or two hit wonders. So I always hate buying a whole album of that artist for that one song. So I found this. It's nine bucks. So I found this England's greatest hits on Fontana. It had some uh, songs that I wanted to get. Uh, Wild Thing by the Trogs, uh, Millie Small, oh, My horrible. Boy Lollipop. I know. A Game of Love. <laughs> 
groovy kind of love. Wait, uh, it's just one dollar there. They, they yeah, I know. Well, no, bucks. yeah, yeah, they charge more than that. But anyway, <laughs> the reason I got it is it was the stereo version. While I played this today, and hardly any of the songs have any stereo in it whatsoever, so that's it was kind of like, eh. That's probably the one that was the most. But what uh, was the song that you wanted? What, what, which uh, one? The Wild Thing by the Trogs, A Game of Love by the Mindbenders, Groovy Kind of Love by the Mindbenders. Um, I think, and My Boy Lollipop by Millie Small, which is like a like a Jimmy Cliff kind of song. But anyway, they were they were all my, they were stereo, but very minimal stereo. Well, but it it sounds like a good record to play when you're. Uh, cooking or or drunk, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because you can scratch it without regrets, yeah, right, exactly. All right, so anyway, all right, Jason, you're, you're up next. Are we doing two rounds of worst or one round of worst? We do, listen, we could, t- and, and, and to be clear, so so we're getting a little pushback from, from the senior senator from the state of Washington. When we say worst buys, there was a reason we bought them. Yeah, I think for me, worse is I wouldn't probably. I don't know. I know zero people in my life who would buy these records, and so that to me makes them interesting, but also just fun. And the price was, you know, listen, we're not paying a hundred dollars for. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's worth buying because it was probably cheap or interesting to you, but right. just you would have, have to just, just have fun with it, right? Like I, would, it, you know, there's prop. David, correct me if I'm wrong. Is that a listen to it once and maybe it never sees daylight again? Is that safe to say? Uh, yeah, well, it's, I, I would pull it out occasionally for some of those songs, but again, they weren't the, that probably would much less uh, likely to play it now that I realize it really didn't have what I wanted from a stereo content standpoint. Fair enough. So we're going to see a future video where you take it and you just break it. <laughs> That's safe to say. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put it in one of those, uh, you know, where they say pull, you know, and you, right, right. Anyway, clay, yeah, pigeon. <laughs> clay, clay pigeon record. Great. Oh, oh, oh hang on. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. Harry, Harry is. The Seahawks game must be disgusting. So let me throw them a line real quick here. All right. Hold on, Harry. Coming for you, partner. All right, Jason Rojas. Worst buy. How would you? This could be considered the worst or the best. It depends. But it definitely changed rock and roll music when this guy devoted himself. Oh, yeah. This is a beauty. The Lord. So so tell tell us, for for the folks uh, at home who can't exactly make out that script, what what are you holding up there? So this is the, oh, I'm sorry, Chance. This is Little Richard's uh, first gospel record. So he gave up rock and roll because it was the devil's music. But he still considered, you know, making records. And I believe this is the first one. It's called I'll Never Walk Alone. Pray along with Little Richard. You can see the volume one at the bottom there. I mean, is it a spoken word alone is cool as hell. I loved it when you showed it to me. Is it a spoken word record? Is it a spoken? Why didn't you guys want to play this record? You guys avoided this like a play. I'd like to interject that rock and roll is still the devil's music. (laughs) Well, hello, Hello, everybody. How's it going? Thanks for joining us. Yeah, it's (laughs) halftime. Well, you're you're just in time for best and worst buys, and then you can go back to watching the Seahawks. Okay. Jason, please continue. Uh, We didn't listen to it. Nate Mars and uh, Jose, they looked at this record and were like, hell no, we're not going to listen to this. No, I I, I actually, I think it got mixed with the records uh, Nathaniel gave you, so I think we just didn't play those. That's why I think. I believe. Maybe. I would have played it if I had seen it, I guess. 
Probably so I have not listened to it. I mean, I've heard some of the tracks. He does sing on it, but it's more him just uh, like uh, just a evangelizing. Is that safe to say? Yeah, yeah. Like there's a song called "I'm Trampin." Hey, I I might I might have to uh 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 leave uh, sooner than expected. That's, that's fine, Jose. No worries. All right, no worries. All Jose, right what's this say? All right, hang on, Harry. I know you're praying for time. Let's put you big. Is this a worst buy? No, it's my best. One of my best. All right, we'll we'll do your best. What does that hype <laughs> sticker say? Is this the Ringo? It's blurry, yeah. unfortunately. It's, yeah, it, it's in Spanish. Juntos otra vez, together oh. again. In this record, Ringo Starr, John Lennon, Harrison, and uh, Paul McCartney. Well, this, uh, I can, wow. this I can read. <laughs> this yeah, I, I can't. Oh, Jose, okay, we need a blurry. Can you take it out? Can you take it out of the string? Yeah. Hey, I really enjoyed it. It was a good time. I'm glad I got to meet all you guys. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It says, uh, Este LP contiene un folleto de 20 páginas. This LP has a booklet 20 of 20 book. pages. Yeah. With lyrics and uh, and some fabulous drawings. Yeah. Drawings. Okay. <laughs> drawings. Okay. Yeah. All right, Jose, Jose, you're up. What was your worst buy? I, I, I was talking with a guy that had an interesting booth because I think no one was uh, going next, like, to his booth. And I, I want to know why. And to be honest, he had very common titles, but they were all like mint condition. So, you know, I felt a little bad. I wanted to like buy something off of him. So I bought this. But That's it's a good album. Yeah, but it's in pristine condition. Like he has yeah. nothing. I guess it's the record is mint. I've never seen it. Uh, this, and that cover uh, usually is kind of beat up because of the way yeah, it's designed. Yeah, it's beat up. And uh, to be honest, I've never owned this. Uh, I, so but I, I bought it. And uh, I thought it was uh, it was five bucks, and for five bucks for this record in mint condition, yeah. And uh, the 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 record itself, it's mint. I I played it uh, already, and uh, I'm happy I got it. I mean, it's probably worse because it's like such a common record, but I have never seen it this um, cool, you know, this uh, mint team, I guess. Hey, Harry, we had a question from the gallery that was specific to you. Since we've only got you for halftime, I want to be sensitive to that. But uh, Jim from Record Collector News, a fine record publication, is curious because he is concerned for your health and well-being. Harry, did you smoke weed in Texas? Question mark. Inquiring I did not. I, I did not. Unfortunately, I will make up for it after the football game. <laughs> Ask him if he um, took his meds when he was there. No, because I left him home. I there forgot him. <laughs> so he was drug free in Texas. I was drug free. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. I, oh, Jose, yes. Uh, I might have to go like in five minutes. That's okay. Hey, Eddie, Eddie Perez is on deck. So if you got to jump, Eddie Perez. Yes, but can I can I show my records and get off? Uh, yeah, no problem. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll make yes. an, a special exception for a special yes. person. Yes, Just make it quick. Yes. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. It'll be quick. It'll be quick. So I, I think this would be also one of my worst, but at the same time, it's uh, pretty good. So what is it, it Jose? It's the soundtrack for a Tim Heidecker movie called The Comedy. But to be honest, the track, it was five bucks. And uh, to be honest, the track listing was pretty good. It's Donnie and Joe Emerson, the, you know, the, the guy, the, they just made a movie off them. They have the baby song. 
Um, Bill Fay, Gaines, and he has William Basinski, which is a. I'm looking always for that box that they they. It's always like people scamming people on Discogs, and um, that pretty cover good, reminds you know? me of a Nielsen cover. Yeah, they. I think they did it because of that. It's it's uh it's you know it's about like a comedian and everything like that and that sings and shit. So it's pretty good. All right. Uh, one of my again some some sellers were really into just selling stuff. I remember a guy from the get go. He said, "I'm not waiting to make deals on Sunday. If you want a record, tell me how much you're willing to pay today." Right. So one of the booths that I, I was like, I, I think the at the end of the day, I passed through it like five times, but I didn't ask anything. And then he had like three records that I wanted. One was this. This, hey, is, is, a, that? this is a band called The Word of Skin, which is Michael Girard and Jarbo from Swans. And I had never seen this record in my life. And I mean, in person, I, I, I knew about it. But the cool thing is that it's the color, uh, and it had the original. Um, oh uh, yeah, uh, I mean this is like the original sleeve that it came with, and it says uh, limited edition gold vinyl, and this normally goes for like seventy five, eighty uh, to a hundred dollars, and I got it for forty, okay, and it's nice. mint condition, so I was pretty excited. Feeling good, Jose. Yeah, I mean yeah. these two were the ones that I was like in desperate need of fine because this is always like like eighty dollars and this, and this is, is the john kale and the uh, what was the other yeah, one yeah the john kale pairs 1919 which that particular song and the song called andalusia are probably one of my favorite songs of all time and this nico one uh which is uh i know it's a very unique uh nico record but uh if you are into nico you probably think this is one of the best, if not the best. It's very weird. It's a uh, hand organ, and it, and it's very strange but beautiful at the same time. John Cale produced it and made the arrangements. But there's a song called "Afraid" that it's probably one of the most beautiful songs that I've heard. Mint condition normally goes for a hundred bucks. I got it for thirty-five, so I think it's a pretty good deal. Um, then I found I traded one of the records that um, that I had um, that I, I I brought some records to the fair to you know like trade, and uh, so I didn't pay anything for this one. But this is a promo copy of Doc at the Raider Station by um, Captain Beefheart, and it um, the 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 record itself it's very. I would call it VG plus uh, mint near mint. Yeah, promo. No, I, I would say near mint to be honest. The only thing is like it's a, it's like I don't know, peeling letters, worn, worn. Yeah, but it's just the sticker because the actual record yeah. itself, it's yeah. like that timing yeah. strips get that way. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't own a lot of, of of records with that thing, but I thought it was. Is that a white cool. label promo? Is record? Yeah, it, it is. It is. Okay. It's a on Virgin uh, okay. label, and then. Another of those like records that's like everybody has them or seen them, but I never seen it in a good condition. And this is a UK version. This is a uh, uh, Harvey Mandel, um, Cristo Redentor. 
I just bought that last week. That's a good album. Oh, it, look it's at that. an amazing record. Yeah, it's really good. It's super good, and it's normally those like fifteen dollar record. The guy wanted twenty five. I traded for a record that I hated, the um, Love and Rockets, <laughs> whatever the fuck it is, and uh, I hate the record. And I got this uh, for free, I guess. But he was on Can Heat, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes, Can Heat. Well, who knows? But it's a very trippy record. It's very beautiful. It's like psychedelically. Oh yeah, Jason hated that I. Put and there's another album record. by him that has a very similar cover, and that one's just as good. Yeah, really yeah. But, and 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 Harvey Mandel, I follow him on Facebook. He's uh, battling with cancer right now, and he like every day like they give like updates on him. So you know, I saw and I was like happy to get it. Uh, it. It was good because it was a UK pressing. I saw the it normally goes for like fifty bucks, but the US one goes for like fifteen. And it came on a original polyline inner sleeve, so that's pretty good, I guess. Jose, yeah. I have great I have great news. The judge from Romania has, has given you a score of nine point oh, five. Well I haven't yeah. I yeah, but yet he rated the show a 6.5 or a 7. I don't get this. I really, fundamentally, I think it's a diss. He's dissing Texas. It's a diss on Texas. Oh. That's a, oh, wait, wait, I'm here, I'm here. There he is, there he is. Um, this is uh, a record that I've been looking for for a long time. It's, uh, it's a Mexican guy. It's called Jose Jose, oh. like my name, twice. Oh. Right? But, I stuttered. Uh, stuttered look at that butterfly collar. What a... Sexy. Yeah, right. What a, a Adonis. But this is a U.S. pressing, <laughs> and I the cheapest one right now on Discogs. It's seventy five dollars, and I got it for eight bucks. So, and he rated the show. Oh, Jose, if you were a twin, you could be Jose, and the twin could be Jose B. Funny enough, my dad met him once in Mexico City. And he didn't know what else to say. My dad. Oh, hang on, we got clarification. The judge from Romania has downgraded your score, Jose, to an eight point five. Eight point five. Because I show a record in Spanish. Once you put up the number, it's done. Yeah. You can't. <laughs> because I showed a, a that's a real racist, my guy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, this is a pretty this is a pretty amazing. I I, I put a rec uh, one song on Jason's house, and he liked it. You know, so that's it's, pretty. It's, even though it looks like a country, like a Mexican. No, it's definitely no, no, no. It's uh, it's like a funk record. That record. Uh, uh, you would like it. It's like Harry Nilsson, but but you know from from here. And then uh, one, I found this record, which is a Robert Wyatt record, and I think that guy really just wanted to sell it because it it, lo it looks like a communist record, and it is, I guess. You need to whack. Yes, matching mall, which is the. What makes Robert you say Wyatt. that? Is it, is it the hand holding? Is it the weaponizing of the the semi automatic rifle? Or maybe it's the red flag imagery? I can't I can't make up my mind. Well, he's wearing a he's wearing a, like a Mao. Uh, yeah, uh, send it to Rob. Yes, and it, it has like the star at the back. <laughs> but this is like the second record. They both were released the same year. Robert Wyatt was sort of like pushed back on his own band after soft machine he had this band which in french soft machine is machine mold which uh trans you know in english sounds like matching mold so sure. so i love this record the guy gave me it for 20 bucks it you know normally goes for like 70 or whatever uh another questionable looking cover it's uh death in june which same guy that uh 
uh, like sold it to me like for a good great deal. Eddie Eddie says he met Jose Jose in oh, San Antonio. That's great. Uh, you know he's he passed away like uh, a few years ago, so that's amazing. He was like, uh, he, like the prince of the song. That's what people call him. It, his voice was like extremely beautiful. So John oh, Moreno, what's asking? What's the title of the Jose so Jose LP? He is like everywhere. Like if you go to like. Uh, any place and they have like latin records they might have but not this one because it was like there's like two or three i think it's called principe if i'm not mistaken uh if this one is just like self-titled yeah but i think in in the mexican pressing it's called um El principe but this one is just called jose jose in this one but but listen to that song called tu melodia and it's uh, amazing yeah. how do you know it's not jose and they named the album jose and that's why it says jose jose <laughs> i guess oh i'll show <laughs> two more because I, I already gave my uh my, my wife's given this my reminds signal. me of the album you just showed this was oh, the hang, one. On, oh, hang on oh, hang on oh. hang on we've got dueling banjos oh. harry is now harry is showing his propaganda uh album here let's see here oh that's but it's it's uh, well that's the, almost the same title mine is called uh, the little what is it? The little red little book. red album, little red record. Oh, that's pretty good. It's a Beatles bootleg. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Why don't, this was uh somebody repressed this. I won't show the the back part of it, but it's called Hot Poop. <laughs> Does their own stuff, right? And uh, some. Well, they were losing it. viewers once Hot Poop flashed up there, so really spice it up, please. And 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 the beautiful. I won't show the His back part. It's like nudity on it. But shout Thank out you. to Toxic Toast Records in Long Beach, California, that put out this reissue. And funny enough, Hot Poo on shit color vinyl. <laughs> right? Wow! So wow. that's amazing. What's it smell like? It, it, <laughs> Is it a scratch? It smells and like elderberries. <laughs> And, and not and dingleberries, correct? As no saying, what was that stuff that you forced me to eat there in that little plastic tube? And then the, the last one that I'll show is, uh, yeah, it's a very rare like, record. That, yeah, that was but, hot poop. Yeah, hot poop. Noble and Records loves that one, according to Chauncey. This is uh, Half Mensch by Einstutzen and Neubatten. Uh, newly like collapsed uh, building. Uh, newly collapsed building. Uh, by a German band, a bunch of teeth in the cover, and uh, <laughs> my, my my that was my favorite. Uh, fine, I some I, I got some free records from some guy. Jason gave me a great record as well. It's a a Kate, uh, Karen Dalton record that I, I'll, I'll play tomorrow. And I'm greatly grateful, and not just because I have it, but it's not not mine. It's uh, for a friend. I got this Marvin Gaye. Let's get it on. Mofi record. What the guy asked for that? One one thirty. Okay. Wow. Which I don't know if it's a good deal or not. It's just, not bad. It I remember. Good. I remember seeing it there. Yeah. 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 It, it was a friend really wanted it. He was looking for it. That guy had like three records. That one that even Stunty wanted, but they were all extremely beyond trashed, like uh, like G plus type records. And and when you ask for like a hundred more than a hundred dollars for G plus records, I get I get depressed. Well, so, Jose, at least quit interrupting. Yes. I, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll I'll leave. I have, I'm going to go uh, have dinner. Jose, that was a hell of a showing. Uh, it was a hell of a five uh, minutes. I'll tell you that. You, you yeah, five minutes into seventeen minutes twenty seconds. So I congratulate <laughs> you, sir. I'm well, going to send out a vibe. If Eddie wants to take your spot, come on up. But Jose, it was good to see you. And, and nice great to meet you, Jose. 
I, I it was great meeting everybody here. I appreciate uh, Chance, uh, generosity, and uh, Jason for putting up with me and my and my Domino's Pizza quest uh, all these days. And uh, it was great meeting everybody. I, I really enjoy the um, uh, the fucking brisket we had. I, it was it has not been mentioned, but the brisket was pretty on point. Very Black's barbecue, Very, highly yeah. recommended. Yeah. Right across the street from the center. Yeah, wasn't that where my buddy Ed really enjoyed talking with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it was amazing pretty, that you guys were like lived in the same town in New York. Bring on Yetro tool. I guess. So, oh, well, let me right. go. I'm oh, gonna go, but let me show a blind buy. Yeah, yeah Harry. Know. Yeah, show us a blind buy. Yeah, maybe, okay. maybe Mazzy knows something about this band. Rip it. So Harry is called Thirty Days Out. Is that the name of the album or the yeah. band? And it's a uh, promo. Oh, WLP. Okay, nice. But I know nothing about this band, so we'll do. And some then I'll show you one more, and then I gotta go. All right. How much was 30 Days Out? I think it was like uh, $6. That's good. Different like cover. That. Yeah, that's a different cover. It's yeah. a bootleg, but it's so yeah. cool. I had to get it. Nice. Hey, Harry, have you ever seen this? I know you collect. Uh, weird. This is yeah, George. Yeah, I have that, but not in you... that nice a condition. Okay. All right. I yeah, got this. Nice. I got this for five bucks. Eddie, how are you? Hey, Eddie. What's up, guys? Hey, Eddie. Now nice to meet to the you, stage. Eddie. But I got to run. Summer. All right, Harry. See you, Harry. Harry. Take it easy. See you. See you, buddy. Dave, I apologize for just running into you real quick and, and no not problem. introducing myself properly. That's okay, buddy. That's but I know okay. you were looking for Patrick, and I had just left him when I ran into you. Was that you? Okay. I wonder yeah, yeah, that was me. Dallas, yeah, thanks. I was wondering, who's this guy that says, he, you know, no, somebody's looking for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was me, and I apologize for not uh, No, that's okay. Good, good to run into you. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm sure we will. Well, well Eddie, if you if you want to jump in, we're, we're, we were we started out with kind of an idea of worst records, worst buys, and the sense of they'd invite ridicule and scorn. But it's kind of degraded. Once Jose just did the uh, the, the 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 full all the salt, yeah. Everything yeah. Had. So feel free to pull your stuff. Uh, oh, hang on. Did I? I haven't shown my nonsense. All right, hang on. Let me. So I've got three quick hitters, and then I'll, I'll show the good cool. stuff. Go ahead. Take your time. All right. So first thing I'm going to show. Hang what on. i got to make like that. Yeah. Now, this is a very common record. This is Bad Fingers, Airwaves. Okay. Very common record. You know what's not common about it is finding it without the stupid notch or any kind of promo punch holes or anything. So this is nice and pure. It's a WLP, so that makes me very happy. So this is going to be, and this is my new quest. I'm looking for top copy. When I find the best copy I think I'm ever going to find, I get it, and then I move my other stuff on the way. So that's that's kind of the, that's the appetizer to what I'm about to, to hit you guys with. So then, then you guys, you guys better, you guys better have the brown pants on because you may or may not become jealous when you find. Latoya Jackson record. <laughs> what? You did not show, show the me the crackhead of the Jacksons. <laughs> I have not crack. I have not cleaned this beauty, but but I I got it in a bundle deal. Uh, Malaya was there. I just threw it in, and this guy he he saw this and he took the price to a third of what the total sticker price was. Once I threw this in, this was a great negotiating play because he just wanted to get me out of his booth. Once he saw this. 
LaToya Jackson hitting the light of air. He couldn't do it. Now, this one I'm really proud of. Was the LaToya the best buy? No. (laughs) In in the eyes of some. Yeah, see, we're we're losing viewers left and right, so I got to save the sinking ship. All right. Now, I know this never came out on vinyl. I know it was on cassette. I know it was on CD, the actual full album. So this is probably as close to getting this on vinyl that will probably ever happen because the artist hates, 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 hates the period of his life and is now an established actor, one of Hollywood's A-listers. And that is the one, the only, Mark Wahlberg, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, Good Vibrations. Now, this is just a 12-inch single featuring the lovely Loletta Holloway. But I'm here to tell you, it comes on that Interscope label. Look at that. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. I cleaned this and I listened to this earlier, and this smokes. Now, if you you are now you guys are gonna laugh. I know it's not Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. I know it's not uh, any Beatles record, but for for a youngin who was coming up in the '80s and '90s, this is a beaut. This is delightful, and this was this was one of those things that I didn't even know existed. And it was the beauty of the record show that when you when you put the time in to look into the bins, magic, yeah. magic can present itself. So, so the only question I have to ask, fellas, is you got them good vibrations? You got them sweet sensations? Because I do. And it's glorious. So that was one of the worst picks you said? <laughs> in the eyes of some, yes. But in my eyes and in my heart, delight. A delight. So, so glad it came home. Louie, I'm sorry. I know I probably traumatized you. I set your record collecting back 15 years. <laughs> no, no, I like that's the reason why I would buy a record if it meant something to me like that. Listen, listen <laughs> here, Mazzy. I understand that it's hard to fathom such great music came out in the 90s. I know your 90s list didn't include Mark Wahlberg. I don't know why. I don't know why, but I got it. Anyway, I rest my case, Your Honor. <laughs> All right, so so Eddie, what, what kind of stuff did you pull? It can be your your best, your worst, anything in between, because now we've kind of broken the mold of worst. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to tie this into your podcast. Today was the first time ever that I listened to your podcast. Oh. So I listened to the awesome one, really, really well done. Thank for, you, sir. For being short, it was, it was, it was cool. It was informative. Excellent. Uh, but one thing that I've learned going to these Austin record shows is don't show up with a list. Yes. You can spend up a lot of time missing other great finds by sticking to your list, by being a stickler. Yep. Just go and, and see what you find. So out of everything I bought, there was only one thing that I officially had on my list, and it was this seven inch of the Jesus Lizard and Nirvana. Oh, wow. Cool. Oh, neat. But the cool thing about this one is that the guy also threw in the CD single. So I've got the single itself. Oh, right on. And the pressing was the ultra rare European translucent blue. <clears throat> nice. So this was only available in Europe, and I've been looking for this for a while. The guy had $60 on it, and it looked dirty and, like, a couple of scratches, and I asked him, how noisy is it? He goes, well, you'll hear a couple of clicks and pops. So I talked him down for 45 So $45. 45 right? for a 45 That's a 45, good deal. 45 <laughs> yeah. Can't go wrong. So this was the only thing that was on my list. Was I actively looking for it? No, it just – 
happened to pop up. And there was this one vendor that was all that's all he was selling just forty five singles from Europe. So a bunch of picture sleeves from all over. So that was my only find that I officially have on the, my uh, want list. Um, and then uh, everything else was just stuff that I ran into several vendors. Uh, I'll go through them real quick. Uh, Sodom, 40 years. Uh, 40 years at war. It's kind of like the greatest hits. They re-recorded some of their earlier tracks. So the production is much better on this. This is German thrash for people who are into metal. Um, Mephistopheles, which is an Argentinian uh, doom band. Ooh. I knew this would perk up, Louis. <laughs> Lunar Funeral, they're a Russian doom band. Really heavy. If you like heavy stuff, definitely check these guys out. I think that's their second album. Um... The Brian Jones Master. Oh, yeah. This is the first one. And this I found at End of an Ear, which is the Oh the soundtrack. Movie. Yeah, soundtrack of Tickets. Yeah. And I bought this at Waterloo, which is the latest by Blonde Redhead. And then La Pizza Resistance. This is Boxed by Mephistopheles on their first one. The first single called Whore. So there's an um, original LP, a demo session, a live LP, and a picture disc. Nice. And that's it. But all of this stuff was just, you know, I found by digging through this one guy. There's this vendor out of San Antonio. He's, his name is uh, The Cosmic Peddler. So if you're into psych, doom, rock, classic rock, Look up uh, the Cosmic Peddler. He's got good prices. Uh, I know he distributes for Heavy Psych. That's one of the labels and other labels, other small labels from Europe. So uh, definitely a, a vendor worth checking out if you're into that stuff. But it was great. It was a great experience. I'm glad I made the trip last minute. Uh, it was great meeting everyone, <clears throat> you know, face to face. Yep, yep. Getting to know everyone you know on a, on a more personal <clears throat> level so i hope that everyone decides to uh, repeat in in may i plan to i plan to attend but you never know what, what can happen i'll be there i'll be going up tomorrow morning because i'm going to go see boris and uh the melvins so i'm just going to go in go well, you're going to la right i live in laredo and i'll be going to la next week oh next week got it okay oh, got well, it. uh next wednesday Gotcha. Hey, Eddie, before, before, looks like Wyoming Dave's asking, what kind of artists are on that Texas Chainsaw Massacre soundtrack? It's, uh, it's an IRS, so it's got that Concrete Blonde, The Cramps, uh, who else? Earl Mankey, Timbuk3, uh, Oingo Boingo, Lords of the New Ooh, Church, nice. Concrete Blonde, Stuart Copeland. So it's kind of like punk, uh, new wave from the eighties. But also that cover, that Texas Chainsaw Massacre two cover is the same as the cover of the movie, The Breakfast Club. Yep, <laughs> it is. That's right. <laughs> and that to me is just absolutely fantastic. <laughs> so is, Le is Leatherface is is he the Molly Ringwall? I'm just curious. he is. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Leatherface is. Mm. Uh, I'm looking at he's it right Jed now. Nelson, right? He's Jed yeah, Nelson. Jed Nelson. Yeah. 
<laughs> Fantastic. So, uh, Chance, thanks for setting this up for all of us to, you know, meet and you yeah, know, go to lunch and, and, and get to hang out. And thank uh, you for getting the tables because you were you were first at the Terry Blacks, and that was what I was worried about. I thought we'd probably have to eat apart, but you got that first table, and then it sounded like everything kind of worked out from there. Yeah, because the table next to us had just left. So it's like, okay, let's bring that one together. And then that guy was sitting all alone where, you know, uh, Jason sat. So after he left. I sat at the same table. Jason's getting a raw deal. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's thinking Jason was like, like a dog out there. I was right there with Jason. It was because we gave up our seats to the rest of our guests. And and so we took the slim pickings. And in fact, there's some power Hoosier that took my chair. So I had to go hustle and get another chair, thanks to uh, Bobby Brisket Jeans, who put my chair when I got up to help somebody else. So, so if you're out there, Bobby Brisket Jeans, I got one for you next time I see you in Austin. Was that was that the restaurant where one rib was four hundred and eighty two dollars? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. The Brontosaurus rib that they charge by the pound, but they don't tell you that two thirds of the weight is the bone, which unless you're going to make a stew right at your table, I don't really see the value in. Delicious. I think Jason got one. I had one last year. Yeah, they're 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 pricey, but the barbecue is probably next to Franklin's, probably the second best in my opinion. Thank you, Eddie. That meat at Franklin's, the sides, pretty whack. But I gotta say that meat at Franklin's, it's it's untouchable. It's it's a delight. Yeah. Yep. Anywho, all right, David. David, we we, yeah. we we started you on the wrong foot. What about some of the heat? What kind of oh. heat did you find in Austin? Uh, well, the, this was probably the quad version of Aerosmith. Oh, I've never even seen that. Wow. And so this uh, is the definitive version, according to Patrick. So okay. my, bu- my buddy Brad saw this. It was at a, a booth that was everything was half price. So it was marked for 60. I paid 30. And Patrick said it's worth 100. I hadn't looked. Mm. I, hadn't I don't the know. Secret so. special. <laughs> yeah. And this one I've been looking for a long time and couldn't find. And that's the Buckingham. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah I remember you talking about that before. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been looking and looking. So I was glad to find uh, this one. So, like I said, I didn't spend as much time looking for my own stuff this time, but that's that's fine. That was it, David. Nothing, nothing outside of that. Man. Well, my, my my Houston trip really was where I got the heat. Yeah, we'll, we'll touch on that. We'll, we'll yeah, see okay. how long run, but I, okay. I I have a lot of inquiring mind stuff on that. So yeah. So, so Jason, are you going to stun us? Number one stunner. Are you going to well, show first, us? Can you showed the picture from the Instagram. I put the link in there. Oh, hang on. I got to go to the the seat. Did you put it in the, the chat? Yeah, right here. Yeah, in the live chat. Hang on. I got to pull this and hang on. Copy. And then I got this. Let's see. Are we doing best buys or still like the worst buys ever? Oh no, no, let's do best buys. Cause we, we listen, we don't want to do we don't want to do an all-nighter. Oh that link hang on, that link isn't working for me. Hang on. Oh, it did not work for you? Oh hang on, that's because there's is it short up? No, yeah, hang on. Here I'm gonna do something different. I think I can get it to work. Yeah, this will work. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on. This is the actual meal in question, the last yeah. supper, as some are calling it. Let me find where you guys went. All right, present, share screen, I want Instagram, VC lunch. Harry was kind enough to take this photo. Let me do this. Hold, please. I think you need to zoom. Wow. As you can see, Jose is way too happy, and the barbecue sauce is about to get on top of him. (laughs) (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yep, there it is. Yeah, what a delight. Sorry I missed you, Louie. I heard you made the drive down. Yeah, you guys literally, like Eddie, literally we were walking away from lunch. You were walking away because you, know, you were leaving. And Louie texted me. And he's like, I'm here. And, and Louie had originally told us he'd probably in town be about five o'clock. So you guys literally miss each other by minutes. And I'm not, there's no exaggeration there. Yeah, those trees in the background, everybody, that's where the uh, the event center is at. So it's yeah, it's right street. over here to the left. It's like, literally across the street. Yep, exactly. Yep. You could get killed trying to go across the street, but other than that, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, this is the most VC members I've ever met in one, you know, at one time. I usually have met them individually. Uh, when I went sure. to L.A., I hung out with a couple, as I discussed when we were having drinks. Uh, but, yeah, this meetup was definitely top-notch. You know what we can do, Malay, is we can take Louis' face. We'll let Louis submit the photo he wants, and we can superimpose him on that guy in the far back that took my damn chair, <laughs> Bobby Brisket Jeans, and that way I can have a fond memory of uh, He's not the only one that isn't in that picture. Oh, this. Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> accurate statement. Accurate statement. Anywho, all right. So, Jason, what you got? Let's see if we can get this. As everyone can see, this is the UK Free ah. Emily play from 1967. You can mm -hmm. see it's for 35. And I asked the UK dealer, "Can you wiggle on this 35?" And he did you use the word "wiggle"? That'd be a first. Yeah. I've never heard that. And he looked at me, "Wiggle mate," you know, <laughs> "wiggle mate." Oh boy! And then he said 30, and it was mine. So nice. That's buy of the Austin Record Show for me. I, I will say that one of the items I was looking for, Chance, remember I told you about that Pink Floyd, that 2-4 that has a saucer full of secrets and pipers yes. at the Gate of Dawn? Yeah, I remember you said that. Well, I found it online for 80 bucks from a guy in New Zealand, so I bit the bullet. Ah, you did. I couldn't find it, couldn't find it in Austin. You know, I looked. I guess this has to be a wall record in someone's, you sure. know, uh, booth, but no, no one, no one had it. Really? Man, oh man. So this this is actually a, a good thing Vance is bringing up. He said, "So we're you all sworn to secrecy, not to give up Nathaniel Mars's identity." I don't know if there was a blood oath, but I think it, I think <laughs> it was probably implied. It was implied. That, uh, Nathaniel values his privacy, and so uh, yeah. So so, so we we out. And it's actually his, I think it's his idea to actually be in the because at first he wasn't going to be in the photo. Yeah, but we worked out a compromise where we showed the back of his head, and fortunately, he he still has his, his head head of hair, unlike myself. So it worked out well. Very clever. All right, Jason. Any anything else you want to flex? This is this is your opportunity to flex. The flex? No, I, I don't. I mean, I'll show this again just to like get myself laughed at. Let's just go there again. You know, James Dean on conga drums. I guess maybe, right? maybe. And Bob Romeo on flute. I, or I don't know. Like, wow. From an original tape. That's what it says. <laughs> From your, your fingers, your fingers covering it right now. But it, on the front, oh, it says sorry, from sorry. an from an original tape. <laughs> just any, just any original tape. It's there is a good record. I, I can show you one more record. Yeah, please, please do. This Let is the one around. that Nate Mars and uh, Jose. They just loved it. They kept on playing it over and over on my turntable, and there it is. It's oh, the, oh yeah. I got drunk with Sin City. Sin City is the Flying Burrito Brothers track. So it's pretty, 
pretty cool. And I bought these from the two dealers that uh, two American dealers that went to Denbosch. So it was cool to meet up with them and like have a big chat and stuff. It's awesome. Did you recognize them or they recognize you? Uh, they recognize me. They're like, oh man, what's up? You know, so it was like this cool. is kind of like a reunion. It was cool. Excellent. I mean, I could still show some bad records. I mean, Jose. Hey, loved show, hey listen, listen, show it, show it all, show us everything. <laughs> Stevie Winwood, Higher Love. Wow, that doesn't that. look consensual, does yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> wow. But they loved it because it was like the UK copy, you know. Wow. Oh, Jeez. Wow, Stevie Winwood could be a soccer coach. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I see my score going from you know a nine to uh, yeah you know, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. We need to check with the judges on this one because that that one could be a little controversial. Guys, let me ask you: How were the crowds and how were the vendors on Saturday? I know Friday it wasn't as packed with vendors or you know foot traffic. So Saturday was it a madhouse? Or well, yeah, definitely there was more vendors. After ten, after yep. ten, it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a sea of humanity. I mean, as as it it it's tend, it's tends to be, but I would say from eight to ten, it was it was uh, mild, mildly, yeah. you know, you know, it was fine. Yeah. It, it, but you know that from eight to ten, that's kind of like the calm before the storm because oh yeah, oh, there, yeah. Because, because here's the reality. Because first year I went, I learned this is that Friday early bird goes without saying. You can get the first run at things, and it's less crowded. It's it's to me, it's worth paying the thirty dollars. Then you go Saturday, and they give you that little wrinkle of from eight to ten, also early bird. So, yeah, the same. You know, it's part of that thirty dollar ticket. And I thought the first year I went, it was going to be a bust. I'm like, I've already seen everything. But you have vendors who didn't set up Friday who are now right. set up exactly, and you've got vendors like the, the vendor Jose talked about on the back wall who has the giant wall display. He mixes new inventory like a lot of them do. So then, you know, if you just do your due diligence, especially if it's a vendor that you had success with the day before, I'm, I'm, I have a high suspicion you'll probably be pleasantly surprised. So it's a lot of fun. Oh, Arnaldo is – he's exiting the stage left. He's seen enough bad records from Jason that he just can't take it anymore. <laughs> well, all right. All right. Are you guys ready to, to, to see the sadness and the greatness all in one? Uh-oh. Now, you guys gave me a lot of grief. The LaToya Jackson, I know you're still reeling from LaToya Jackson. So I'm going to start you off slow. This is going to be slow and low to let it grow. Uh, make yourself big, Chance. Got it. All right, here we come. So actually, so I'm going to start with something I got from Armando Vintage Mio. He gave me a great deal. This is a Suicidal Tendencies record. Still nice. Drink, nice hype. There's Mr. Uh, Robert Trujillo, the bass yep. player for Metallica. So this is a nice pickup on that epic, epic, epic label. Okay. For that. And Great. then let's see, I'll kind of go with some nineties jammers. Cause I, I like to collect the nineties stuff. And a lot of times it sounds like caca yeah. okay. it, because it just wasn't mastered for vinyl. Right. However, found a couple winners and then I'll get to probably my deal of the deal of the show. The first one I found was from Josie Records had a booth there and they just bought this. I saw on the social media, they bought the quote unquote St. Louis collection. I don't know why I never got wind of it considering it's in my home city, but regardless, this piece came out of there. Ooh. Yeah, I love that. That's yeah, great. So this is a nice. Original 97 white zombie 
La Sexo Resisto. So it has, uh, it has like, their main their mainstream breakout song, Thunder Kiss '65. Right. If uh, you don't mind, Chance, how much did that run you? Two bills. Two bills. Black you know, sunshine. Yeah. So th- this was a big swing, and, and and what's interesting is I didn't see this. It was funny, uh, David. You you and Brad, your friend Brad, had told me a story of Brad picking up that classic record Zeppelin, and so you guys yeah. pointed me in the direction of that vendor, and yeah. I was right there. But I saw this literally at the Josie guy because he was late to set up. And uh, I walked right past and I heard you guys, hey, he's right there. <laughs> he's right there. But I was in a trance because literally I I saw, the, the, again, Josie's socials. I knew they had this, but I had no idea they'd be at the, the, sh- the show and that they'd bring this. So I could not. T- 200, Mazzy, 200. This was a dick. Were they right across from that guy I was telling you about? Uh, he was right next to him, like literally. Right like, you know, oh, so, oh, yeah. I didn't realize that was Josie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And the only reason I knew is because they have the sticker, and it's a pretty easy sticker. And it, right. You know, I, well, I thought I saw uh, Jose had one from them, I think. Yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. All right. And then, uh, so another vendor, another 90s jammer. I know Cesar is out there. So this is Bush's Razorblade suitcase. This is their follow-up to, uh, oh, gosh. The uh, oh, oh Caesar, tell me the name. I'm I'm blanking. I have I have both. The other Bush album, Sixteen Stone. Sixteen Stone. Thank you, thank you, Louis. But anyway, uh, a guy actually huge in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and this is on uh, this is on Interscope. So I got a lot of Interscope records, coincidentally enough, which I thought was kind of unusual. But anywho, guy had this on his wall, so I just got to talking to him, and he expressed frustration for nineties records in his shop that he just can't unload them. So I was glad to take that one off of his hands. And then, so my big swing, so my big swing with, and I told the story a little bit earlier about Jose point me in the direction of the one vendor. He didn't have the butthole uh, surfers record, but he did have this album because Jose told me about it. And I was like, sure, sure, sure. I thought he was mistaken because this album's been reissued and that's usually what you'll see. And so this is mad seasons above. And so, it's not a terribly rare record. Like if you're willing to buck up, you can find it. And I, I bought a copy years ago for like a hundred bucks. But what's very common in this title is that it's got a corner cut. So this one, as you can see, boys, is the rare no corner cut. Ah. So again, nice. nuance. This is a three sider, so the four side has etchings. But um, I'm gonna move on to my other copy. But this again, I'm talking about top copy. That's kind of what I'm shooting for when it comes to this stuff so now deal of the show and i was and i was talking about that oh moment i didn't have an oh shit moment but i had a oh and i was just digging through this vendor he had a couple pieces on the wall that kind of drew me to him like a moth to a flame and so the first thing i saw was this blue note this is art blakey and the jazz messenger this is a live recording it's at the jazz corner of the world this was part of two parters so blue note 4015 was part one and this is uh, the part two of the same uh, performance original and i knew it was good because i saw rvg in the dead wax so i'm like okay cool and it had a dollar 99 sticker on it and that's one dollar 99 cents so i knew that that wasn't on the up and up but because everything else was pressed you know, pretty competitive Discogs pricing or whatever. But this is the one. And, and so I bought these together. So this is, I guess, a, a jazz classic. Jazz jazz heads out there. This is Moanin' by Art Blakey. 
and this is the Mono 59 original RBG. I, I quadruple checked it. I didn't, but I knew I knew I was onto something because when you see the laminate cover, like there are certain cues that you know, like this is probably a good good piece. So I didn't want to look it up in front of the guy because I, again, dollar ninety nine price tag on here. So I took him to the guy and I was like, hey, doubt these are dollar ninety nine. What what do you want for them? And then he, and this is the first time this has ever happened. Then he had an oh shit moment, like oh shit, I didn't price those. And he goes, oh. And he said. Uh, you know how much these are worth? And I could honestly say I didn't. So I was like, no, I didn't look them up. Promise. And he's like, 30 bucks for both of them. <laughs> so this one, so these are both, you know, and again, they play like amps. The, the other one has a little bit of a tick in, in one song, but this is the, uh, I know there's music talk with John. I knew you'd like this one, John, because this one, this one, this one's stone cold stunner. And of course, got my guy Lee Morgan on both of them. Oof, chef's kiss. So you know, like all those the super old jazz titles, they have marks on them, but they those things are like Cadillacs. They they are champions. They just they sound delightful. So anyway, thirty bucks for two records that let's call it median on Discogs is probably about one seventy to one two thirty ish ballpark. So anyway, crushed it. So that was that was that was my oh, and that was the vendor's oh shit moment. But uh, that was a lot of fun because those opportunities happen. But especially on jazz titles, because there's a lot. And again, these are a lot of nuanced buyers too. So the fact that I was able to kind of sneak one in felt good. good Stick it to the man, Nancy. <laughs> hey guys, I, I gotta bounce. I gotta get things ready for tomorrow morning, uh, but. Thank you for having me, Chance. And yeah, of course, thank you for, for, thank you for going on up. Yeah, sure. thank you for uh, setting up that meetup on uh, Thursday before the show and for the for the lunch that we had on Friday. Hopefully next time, David, I will stop by and introduce myself properly. <laughs> sure. And hopefully we can make the next one, man. I'd, I'd love to meet you, man. Yep. Totally. We'll do All right, guys. Y'all be cool. See you. Take care, Eddie. See you. Yeah, Bye-bye. Be good. Be good. Bye. Well, that's that's all I had for Austin again. I think to put a bow on it. Great visit, great show. Um, I know Eddie mentioned going in the spring. I've never been to the spring one, but I have eyes on that New York show next year. So I don't know if I'm going to do Austin next year. Mm, I kind of, yeah. I'm mildly intrigued. I wish I could do it this year, but we have another trip kind of coming up. So, anywho, yeah. but it was great to meet everybody, and likewise, great that everybody came on here. So, mad appreciation. Um, you want to talk about the record store day list? Because I did kind of drop on our laps today. <laughs> well, it, it probably belongs a little lower in the anatomy, but anyway. Well, okay. Yeah, I was going to say it's, 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 it's not, not the best. Not the best. People are now just figuring out that I did not get anything. <clears throat> <laughs> well, I was going to say, Louie, did Jose drive you away? No, I um. I didn't. I didn't have a list. I didn't want to spend a bunch of money. And the the and actually, I'm a little bit disappointed because the reason I went was because I wanted to experience a full on, um, just completely ridiculous political argument live, and it didn't happen. Oh uh, well, this is all music talk. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it was so weird. There was no like explosive. Um, 
you know, heated debates about anything. Oh, you were sitting on the wrong end of the table. There was like a rush yeah. debate. Patrick and Brad, you know, Vinyl Rush. Yeah. They were like just getting at it. I was sitting between them and trying oh, to I eat like a hot spicy cauliflower and just like, why am I sitting between this rush like <laughs> Oh, rush argument. Okay. Melina says cool. she found it. We find her general record on Saturday. Oh, oh no, Louie. Wow. Well, it was probably very good. It was probably at, at um, that place we were at where Malia uh, found some riot stuff, I think, and uh, or LA gun stuff, and it's probably 200 bucks. But nevertheless, wow. no, I just went to meet everybody because I didn't have a list. I didn't want to spend a bunch of money. And, um, I just, I really just wanted to meet everybody and hang out, and it was awesome. It was super. Yeah, it was cool. great. Yeah, it was. Yeah, next time if you're looking for a place, you could just stay with me, but you'll have to compete with maybe Jose snoring and you know Nate's Wolfman mask. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's poor planning on my part is really all it was that I didn't that I left earlier. I just you know what I mean because I didn't want to. Another thing is I knew everybody was going to disperse and get right down to business and really go mm-hmm. through digging and collecting and you know like try, trying to find the things that were either on their list or really be focused on looking at stuff, and I didn't want to do that because i didn't have like i said i didn't have a list i didn't have any you know i didn't want to just be dead weight on saturday you want to make dead weight no 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 yeah 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 i I mean like like, yeah you wouldn't next time just you can just stay with me next time again deal with snoring that'll be on you (laughs) (laughs) jose snoring is is another talent he didn't he he talked about falling asleep in the vehicle which he told me about when we were driving to your house that first you have a you have a photo example of that dude that's narcolepsy i'm not kidding (laughs) well i mean i did take i did not take any photos but i was close to recording video but i was like i don't know no one falls asleep that fast naturally well, no, and, and what's funny is Jose told me that, you know, because Jose was, was was amply sharing music, and we were talking, and it was great. We were talking about stuff outside of music, which was fantastic, getting to know each other. And he and he, he straight up said, he's like, hey, man, I have to tell you, don't take it personally, but, you know, in these car rides, like, I'll fall asleep. And <laughs> I was like, later. no, that's exactly, it was almost like a precursor, because I was like, oh, okay, because I thought maybe I, I was telling a long-winded story or something. But no, Jose. Jose was telling all the stories. You but, should have told him that would only bug you if you he was driving. <laughs> yeah, that's what I asked. Cause like, but 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 not Louis. You're spot on. But not but within two minutes, uh, you know there was there was a, there was a silence. The silence broke for the first time probably all day. And then next thing I know, I look over and he's he's out. He's a straight gone. He, he's 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 gone to nap town. You look over and he's out, right? His eyes are closed and he's he's sleeping. And then all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, he pulls a record out and shows. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> and then another one. Yeah. And, it just and the zipper going. opens and he goes, that's not a record. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, 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 and, and, but I can understand because, you know, we had been hitting the record stores pretty hard that day. And he, well, and he had that 10 hour bus ride. He had a 10 hour bus ride. I picked well, him up at the station and we kind of went right to it. But, um, You're missing but the main thing, Chance, what did Jose do when I, when we went to Piranha, when I met you guys at Piranha Records, and to every you're forgetting the one thing he was doing. Oh, you mean his sales pitch? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so I didn't know this going in. So, and and Jose probably won't mind me telling this, but I, so I pick up Jose at the bus depot, and I'm like, hey, let's just run to the hotel. Let's just ride down the street. You can drop your stuff off at my room, and then we'll get after it. So we stop at, at the room, and he's like moving some stuff around and he's telling me, Oh, I brought some records to trade at the show and I'm going to take them to some stores. Okay, cool. 
But I didn't know is he brought a bunch of records from his label to also try to get placement at these stores. So mad respect for the hustle. I can appreciate it. So that little case. So picture Jose, who's about, I don't know, 6'2", and he just coming in you know, with this tiny baby record case, like a baby Huey record case. And it was, it it was the same sales pitch. We started end of an, well, first we started at half price books. He didn't do it there, but uh, we got warmed up our digging fingers there. And uh, so we go to end of an ear and here comes Jose with this case and he just walks right in and and he he told me in advance he had sold to them last time, like 2019 was the last time he said he was here. And, uh, yeah, I heard him because I just went straight to looking for records. And I heard him. He's like, yeah, I got a label, blah, blah, blah. But every place we went, and I respect the hustle, we go to Breakaway Records next. So he would do two things. He would pitch his records from his label, and then he would take his own records he came to barter with. And then he was trying to leverage those offers. So I think the records he showed or he brought uh, this personal collection to trade, I think, end of an ear offered him like 125 the next shop we went to, they offered us 75 at Breakaway. <laughs> so, he, so he was like, man, what the fuck? This is going the wrong way. Right. I was like, Jose, maybe, maybe maybe we need to jet back to end of an ear, and maybe that's the high end of the market. And so so the guy, so it's funny, me and Jose were looking at records, and then the, the, the buyer came over at Breakaway, and he goes, 75. And I looked at Jose's face, and Jose looked like somebody had ran over his puppy. And he's like, <laughs> He's like, excuse me, and they like standing by. He's like, oh yeah, man, I can't do that. He's like, I mean, I'll think about it, but I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna just take them. So then the buyer acted kind of insulted a little bit because I guess they don't get a lot of no's. So he went back and talked to the owner, and I think they made a better offer, but Jose was still not playing. So, um, so then we went to Waterloo. Same thing. Hey, I've got this label, uh, but then I've also got some records. And one of the records he had was like a Soprano soundtrack from Records Today a couple years ago. And I think on Discogs, he told me it's like at least a hundred dollar record. So if you wanted to sell it out right now, I was like, well, Jose, why don't you just, you know, trade it or, you know, like, why don't you wait to the show? Like, if you think you can get a better return, you don't have to like, you know, these, these stores have to, you know, get at least, you know, 40 points on this stuff from it. So, uh, but then at Waterloo, uh, he remembered that from 2019, they still owed him money because he was doing <laughs> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, and he had never mentioned this up until literally we're getting ready to leave. Okay. And we're getting ready to leave. And he goes, Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. And I heard that a lot. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Okay. But he, uh, he's like, they, they owe me money here. And I'm like, what? And he goes, no, no, man, I, I did the same thing. Um, you know, I gave records and they sold them, but I never got my cut. So they owe me money. And I'm like, 2019, Jose was four years ago. <laughs> like, it's pre-COVID. I mean, yeah, like, like good luck. So he goes, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. And so I'm like, look, man, I'm going to go out in the car. Like, you handle this. No rush. I'm just going to, like, internet. I'm going to look on my phone. I'm going to, like, probably, I'll probably break some wind, you know, since he wasn't around. You know, <laughs> Get out of line of fire. Right. You know what I mean? But so, so anyway, but to, to their credit, they found what they owed him. I didn't ask, but they, they got, like, somebody who knew the system and, you know, so I was like, Jose, did you get paid? And he's like, yeah, 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 I got paid. All right. So so then we go um, to, to head north to visit Jason. And we took a little detour back to Inamanir to look at a record I didn't get. But um, so we head north to go visit Jason. That's where we're in traffic. And that's when Eddie sh- or, um, Jose shared his uh, his narcolepsy thing with me and, uh, and, and demonstrated it multiple times, multiple yeah. times. It was just like one minute he'd be talking about a record, but, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> so, so we get to Jason. There's a shot by Jason. It's called Piranha Records. And Jason had beat us there, and he was waiting. And here comes Jose with that little that little briefer. And uh, so he uh, – <laughs> same pitch, same pitch, and uh, but I think he did better there because I think he got placement and he got eighty dollars cash, not trade, because you know they'll give you more in trade at those shops than cash. But Jose cleared eighty bucks and he couldn't put that in his pocket fast enough. So I was happy that his uh, his diligence paid off. George Borden, shout out to you, sir. This is not going to be an hour stream. This is probably going to wrap up. You're missing the best part. So when the owner of Piranha Records was looking at me because he recognized me, I'm his local guy, right? He, I go, hey, I met these guys on the internet. Chance without missing a beat. He goes, yep, match.com. <laughs> <laughs> Timing is everything in comedy. <laughs> hey, listen, once in, a, once in a while, Blind Squirrel finds a nut, so I just smoked <clears throat> it on that one. Yeah. No, a lot I, of thought it was, I thought it was Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Uh, it smells like barbecue in here. Well, yeah, or you came to the right place. It just depends if it's a good barbecue. You tell us that yeah. expensive barbecue, Louis, is correct. And John, I'll see. Here we go. John, John, you would only be so lucky to smell my magical man scent. So just, just remember that. But anyway, no, it was a good visit. All in all, had a good time. It was a good show, but um, I enjoyed it, obviously, for different reasons. And you know, I'm sure I'll come back. I, like I said, I don't know what next year holds, but. I always feel like after I do a show like this and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to do it for a while. And then as a little time takes on and then it gets into the new year and then I'm like, man, Austin's really nice that time of year. And it's a pretty inexpensive plane ticket. And so so, so we'll see. But anywho, you know, how J- you know how Jason brings up albums to get people kind of upset. You know, I've, I'll I'll do that. Oh, oh, oh David, yeah. David, David, yeah. David, tell tell us the story. About where this came from. <laughs> this came from a collection, a couple of guys that are twins. They're in their early 70s outside of Houston that Brad and I visited twice to go through their collection and uh, found this one in their collection yesterday. So, now, uh, is it safe to say that that's probably the best reissue? That supposedly is, yeah, beyond the, uh, you know, the blue triangle, it's supposed to be the best reissue. I'll, I'll let you know. All what right. do you think? What do you think, Jason? You know, I've talked, you know, uh, I've messaged John Bandy about this. Like, what is the best dark side of the moon? I really don't think there is, per se. Like, if you want, uh, what did you show? You showed the 30th. 30th, 30th, yeah. I think if you like bass, that one's got it. If you like more mid-range, the German pressing's got it. If you want an intense version of dark side of the moon, that's probably the first UK. Um, if you want more dynamics in a way, maybe the second or third UK pressing. Um, if you like guitar, maybe the quad pressing, like yeah, not yeah. a full dork on dark side. Yeah, well, that's that's a mix issue there, right? Yeah, sure. Louis already like, man, I don't really like. Jason. What if you What if you want one where you couldn't tell the difference anyway? <laughs> Probably the US pressing. <laughs> Let's see, DGAS, don't give a shit pressing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would if I had the if I had a system that would discern it. I think I probably would, which I'm sort of makes me glad I don't. So I can show KRW. So yeah, KRW. Yeah, let's 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 flex these real quick for for the the late. Yeah, what do you got? So this is a UK 45 of the early Fleetwood Mac with Peter Green and uh, Peter Green area yeah. of the world. The cool thing is it has a B side by their jokey parody band called Earl Vince and the. 
I don't know if mm. I can pull that. There, there you go. go. Somebody's going to get their head kicked in tonight. Wow. So this is like the jokey, you know, 50s rock and roll that they also did as a side act in their early career, I guess, Fleetwood Mac. But uh, this is pretty cool. So. Yeah. And I think I only paid five for this. Oh, is- nice. But those 45s, though, they take a lot more effort, don't you think? Like, that's 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 some serious, like, oh, yeah. commitment. Uh, yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I was just spinning them for, uh, you know, Nate and Jose. They stayed with me. And then I let them sort of man the DJ set. Well, it's dark. You can't see it. But I let them, like, free for all. Like, play whatever you want. Just don't break my needle and turn table. <laughs> All while Jose's spinning a Domino's pizza like a basketball on his right, 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 right. What's Jose, with him and what's with him and Domino's? So Jose came up and, and we were talking food and I kind of gave him a rundown of like, you know, we're gonna go to this barbecue place, Terry Black's, one of the best in town, you know, yada yada. And and Jose was like, Yeah, I hear you. He's like, Do you think um while we're here we can get some pizza? And I say, Yeah, that's probably a reasonable request, you know. And even Jason, when we met up the night before, he was like, Yeah, there's pizza place, blah blah. Now Jose, Jose does have a gluten situation that you have to be cognizant. Yeah. But, um, but he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm not real picky, but you know what's really good? And I thought he was gonna make a recommendation or something. He's like, Domino's. Like Domino's a gluten free pizza. Uh, see, I don't know that part, but he was just they, they, they make a ten inch okay. special gluten free. But pizza. is that what he got? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's like. Oh, yeah. he, was, he was hell bent. Thank you, Kara. We did appreciate that. Um, he was hell bent on that Domino's, and I, I probably shouldn't say this out loud, but he told me a secret. You guys want to hear it? It's a dirt. It's a dirty little secret. He said because uh, we were talking about tacos, and I, you know, I'm, I'm a gringo mayor, so I, I like cheese on my tacos. Like I, you know, these tacos, these street tacos, have so, so much cilantro and the chopped onions. I don't play that way. You know, give me some cheese. I'm cool. So we're talking about this, and Jose goes. Hey man, I got something to tell you, and and, and, and I, you know that could, that can really go a lot of different ways. And I think this is after he had woke up from one of his, his his slumbers in the vehicle, and he goes, "Hey man, I got something to tell you." I was like, "Okay," and he goes, "I like Taco Bell," <laughs> and I was like, "Okay," and he goes, "He goes, there are so many Latinos, it, they just they shit all over it. It is no good, but man, I love me some Taco Bell." I'm like, "Jose, nothing wrong with that, man. This is like." Fly that freak flag proudly. Yeah. You know what? We've all been there, especially in the overnights. And you just yeah, got to get a gordita supreme or a Mexican pizza. Or Oh, it's not the same as it used to be, though. They did change all their ingredients and stuff. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't, it used yeah. to be worse and better at the same time somehow. <laughs> like when I was a kid. It's hard to do, but I agree with you. They somehow pulled it off smashingly, yes. <laughs> at least he didn't start the story with... Now it is contagious, but <laughs> God, I was bitching about Taco Bell the other day and how it, like Mexican pizzas used to come with sour cream on them and stuff, and now it's just like a an old disc golf disc. <laughs> it was so, something was different about it in the in the nineties. Now hang on, Cesar, Cesar, I know you're you're really telling me that Jose was going to take me to a real taqueria, but. Hey man, Torch's Tacos, Torch's Tacos has never done me wrong. That Diablo queso, Jason and I, we ate it before I left. And even Jason had to tap out because that Diablo will get you. 
it'll get you. That's right. It would get me. <laughs> oh, it, it got you. <laughs> yes. George is right. Domino's was better back then too. They have all of those have cut costs in ways that have translated into and cardboard. Listen, Louie, you're, you're you're leaving out the worst part of these fast food places now. Flip the tip. Oh yeah. Flip the tip is what the I, biggest. Crocodile. I have this. When the cashier does that, though, I have this thing. What I do because <clears throat> you know how it it turns. So they turn it to you. So whatever, usually you don't turn it back. But what I do is I, I, I like make, eye, I get on the screen where my finger is on the button and then I make, I lock eyes with him and then I slowly turn it around <laughs> and hit no tip. <laughs> savage, savage. I hate wow. that shit. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I have a real problem with the flip the tip situation because a lot of negative a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. If there was a negative tip, I mean, listen, I, I, listen, I'm all for helping people and I'm all for uh, the service industry. Cause I, I, I spent my time in the service if, industry in college. So I get it. However, you're going to, you're going to the gas station. You're going to seven 11. Being going, at the cash register ain't a service. Well, right. And so I have, I, have a, I have a real challenge with that one. I, I just, I just struggle, especially because, especially when like, look, we, I don't know if we talked about earlier, but the, the wing uh, food truck in that parking yeah. lot we were at, they wouldn't even let you decline. They, you couldn't they, even talk to them. <laughs> you, you couldn't. You couldn't even opt out. It was, um, you know, they had the three buttons, and there wasn't even an other. It was fifteen, twenty, and eighty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and again, like Louis said, the only service was you walked up to their window, scanned their QR code, did everything from your phone, and then you Waited. walked up to the window where uh, when Johnny they summoned you. Yeah, Johnny Personality, who knew four words, would just shove the food at you and. Oh, by the way, eighty percent tip, man. Come on, that's. Crazy. I didn't. I didn't create tipping culture in this country, but I wish I could do away with it altogether. Because I'll tell you, who's working harder than the servers is the cooks. Oh yeah, a million percent. Two million. Just, instead, of, instead of now, tipping is like a possibility everywhere. Now I get if they just rolled out the software and like every single POS software is like, oh, it's whatever. And we'll cast a wider net. Maybe we'll get you some tips or whatever. I get it. Fine. Whatever. But it should just be no one gets tipped. Like, come on. You, yeah, you, you, I know what you were doing back there on your phone, you little server, while you're waiting for boy to work his ass. Well, if they're getting two thirty-seven an hour, and then it's that's different. That's, that's different, different right? Yeah, that's because totally different, right? The thing is, the yeah. the, the two thirty-seven an hour is they're not actually making less than minimum wage because if their make tips do not equal minimum wage, the business pays the difference. That's right. So they're never making less than minimum wage. Not no, but, one minute. But, but talking about like fast casual places, fast yeah. casual places, which have historically never tipped. If you wanted to tip, it was usually like, hey, here's five bucks for above and beyond. Right now that that stupid flip the tip software. I'd like to know whoever came up with that so I can kick them square in the dick. Yeah, it is. It is one of the worst things, because then, like you said, Louis, then it's creating this adversarial situation with the, with the workers because. The workers aren't being paid accordingly or, or they're not making a f fair wage or a decent wage or whatever. So the corporation yeah. is literally passing the onus, the buck onto the customer. They're, they're already yeah. paying the higher prices. They're already getting substandard product. And oh, by the way, can you subsidize our workers' wages with a tip? Exactly. Every single transaction. And Sorry, you know, I, know that, I know that's the get off my lawn moment, but I... It is the biggest crock of bullshit that's 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 going on in the last five years. You know who really deserves the tip more? This this waitress who definitely took a shower today, or Johnny back there who's been up for three straight days playing Fortnite. He's baked out of his mind and somehow still makes your food pretty much the right way. <laughs> you know, my tip should go to that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah Juggling knives. Kidding. 
smoking like and driving down the dumpster. The Mexican restaurant that I took Jose to on uh, Saturday. Next oh. Time. Uh-oh. How did that go? <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, taking Jose to a restaurant that he may or may not like just because he's hungry. <laughs> I don't know. It was it was a risky move, but he he was like, "I'm hungry," and like, and I was like, "We are not getting Domino's right now. We are not." <laughs> no. They have the one gluten free pizza back there. <laughs> it's been sitting there. Yeah, you know what? Some of the restaurants around here too. I just remember they have service charge if you use a credit card now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they're passing. Yeah, they're passing the three percent on 3%, now. That's a yeah. new one. That's a new one from corporate America. Is that before they just absorbed the credit card into their like normal costs, right? But now, yeah, they, they, I noticed it with small businesses first, and so I was like, oh, okay, well that's not cool, but whatever, right? But yeah, corporations now, corporations have now taken the baton. Not to mention they've continued to take the price. Man, I could, I could. Listen, I could talk about this for days, but I don't want to bore anybody with it. But anyway, flip tip. Not cool. Not cool. Well, I guess one of the things is, is like, it's the feeling that it makes you feel like you feel obligated to tip. See, I wasn't born with that gene. Yeah. So that's why I don't give a shit. I'm not like, big on shame. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have the shame gene. You want this role? You're going to have to shoot me. <laughs> yeah. yeah like no you're not you i watched you stand here this whole entire time while i walked down this line waiting for my little sabaro slice to come out of the in the oven you didn't you didn't got a tip for you i got a tip for you i had to do the card thing too you know I like won't. no you get nothing no. you go get your own drink you go when, when your food's ready so i'm just taking like a this an average fast casual place you go up to a counter and if you don't have to order it yourself at a kiosk Someone who's standing there takes your order, beep bop boo bop, then flip the tip, whatever you choose. Then they flip it back, and then they they always look because you can tell the the, the outward greeting that you get. If you tip, it's usually like, "Oh, have a nice day," or sometimes I'll grunt, like if it's a very social person. But when you don't tip, they don't even say nothing, and mm-hmm. that doesn't hurt my feelings at all. You know why? Because I'm about to walk and go get my own beverage. I'm about go to walk. And go get my own food when it's put up in some kind of you know window or something like that. I'm about to go throw my own trash away. I mean, so yeah. why am I tipping Obviously. again? Goof. Obviously, yeah. Anyway, well, oh, John, John Bandy's like, pay cash, piss off. I'll pay in pennies. Fight me <laughs> if somebody pisses. If, if I if there's a place around here that I do like, like regularly go and they piss me off, I'll do something outlandish like that. Like Kramer oh. did in that uh, place where he wanted the jackets warmed up in a pizza. Oven. <laughs> now, now, now it, for service industry stuff, like I'm all about this. Like we were talking about before, the two dollars yeah. an hour, where literally they go to the back, you give it a drink order, a meal order, need any condiments, here's your check, all that stuff, no problem. Like I, I I've been there in college. I, I try to be, yeah. you know, pretty fair when it comes to that stuff. Same thing with like haircuts or get your lawn done like those things like there's actual demonstrated like physical effort but not cool guy jones standing literally standing in front of you and hit maybe seven keystrokes on a pos system yeah and then flips that son bitch over come on man I, i just can't play that way Hey, listen, Jordan. I knew. I knew if we, we we kept the string going long enough, we'd get into some kind of somewhere. Oh, rest, restaurant, restaurant drama never ends, man. I, I, <laughs> I'm in it. I, I was the director of training for um, a group of Buffalo Wild Wings on the East Coast for 
a lot, lot longer than I want to admit. And um, I've seen some things. This is the new one. John Moreno is exactly right. This is the new gimmick. And oh, you know, yeah. if, you, if you go to McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's and they and listen, I, I've done volunteer work at Ron McDonald House. They do a great they, work. Around I've McDonald's. used them. Right. So so hats off to them. God love them. However, I've heard horror stories. And it's not McDonald's, but I've heard of, of other fast food and fast casuals who do this, that you get your order and it's 12, 17. Hey, would you like to round up? Sure. You know. Well, here's what happens is they take that money, they pool it, they take all the credit for the big donation and the big goofy check. But sometimes they don't give it all. That's the big yeah. rub. You got to get deep into the minutia. And that's, it's, it's, it's deplorable. That's why I round down. <laughs> uh, sir, I flip this back and it says, I owe you money. Yeah. Oh, so they don't, they don't teach it. math anymore in American schools. So they, don't, <laughs> they don't even notice until I'm way gone. Yeah, really. <laughs> oh, George, George, are you recovering? George says, Oh, was that from this morning? Is he talking about the morning live stream? Yes, oh. I'm sure. George, George, did you crawl up in the fetal position? Because it was, a, it was a tough one. I did. I didn't know what was. I, gonna, was I have to rewatch this watch. thing to know what what was going. I on. didn't. I didn't. I didn't see it. Well, no, Jason, as, about it. <laughs> as the star of the show, Jason, what, what what were your takeaways and what was your experience? Why did you get back on there? Is the thing even I better really question. Yeah, let's let's just I go was into looking for some higher love. From the <laughs> some, show. some clearly forced higher love. That's right. right. It was you not. Got her by the face, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's about to. He's about to baby burger. He probably chewed like a cheeseburger, and then he's about to. That's the higher love. He's saving her life. She's exactly. That's his new song. Here comes the tongue. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I I just wanted to discuss. Uh, should do? Should we go on to this? I, yeah. I, I mean, know. listen, it's up to you. I mean, David, I gotta, David asked the question, so I'll yeah. I'll, 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 I'll watch it. It's also about. I'm just yeah. Okay, so I'm just trying to answer Louis's question. So, um, I think it all started with Chance's. You know, his time with the show, right? And when Chance had to again like explain himself and. Yeah. During that part of the Sorry. show, there was something about using my name, Jason Rojas, as an adjective, which meant gently sensitive, right? So I was like, well, how could this happen? Like, I'm just, I'm more than that. I'm a human being, right? Like, you can't just say, like, you know, yeah. he's pulling a Jason Rojas. Like, I thought it was a mean? verb. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I thought if you got Rojas, it meant you got... Somebody got a better record than you. Because remember, we used to, we used to kid around in the early days of the stream, like, oh, you just got Rojas. <laughs> so in, in that term, I think it would be okay. But yes, to the point, because I remember, I think it was right before yeah. on that stream that, however it came up, I, I do remember when that they, they were, it was an adjective. It was a little strange, but yes. So you so, just went up and defended yourself. Yep. So I went there to basically defend myself and just call it out, like, you know, what do you mean by this? Like, why why would you say this? You know, like that. That's just dumb, you know, um, and other things which were, you know, just kind of bothering me about the show, you know. How and long can, had it been? How long had it been since you've been on there? I mean, months. I, I probably like six to eight months, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Since I've been on the show, um, and you know, I'm going to be, you know, real with everyone in the chat and the peanut gallery and to our panelists. Like, I will not show up if Rob is there. You know, if the wax is there, I that is not a safe place for me to be up there. You know. So when he finally left, I decided to go up there, you know, and say my piece, you know, and I could see there was going to be some drama, you know, let's face it. 
that shows, you know, part records, part drama, you know, part politics, you know, and that stuff, you know, it's either going to be fun or it's not, you know? Yeah. Wow. I know how to kill your live stream chance. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, no, no. I asked the question. That's exactly what I thought you were going to say. It's just like, it's it's pretty cut and dry, you know? Well, and I'll, I'll be honest, I wasn't sure what to expect because it was kind of a surprise for you to kind of go up there. So, um, there was some awkwardness. I think I would say yeah. no to it. So, but I mean, whatever. But I think, I think you said some things you wanted to say, and I think, um, I think Stunty then came up there and was saying some yeah. things he wanted to say, and and then and eventually uh, Michael Forty Five. Michael Forty Five. Yeah, he came up there, and wow. And, wow. Yeah, and so were, people were thinking this was like an OBC pre-planned. No, you know, of course, no. of course they were. Because and, and right in the middle was Johnny L, L, one of the nicest guys. Johnny L didn't know what to make of anything, but uh, he, oh, you know, yeah. he was dead. He was dead Broadway. He was right in the middle. Right. So him and Stefan were kind of like, "What's going oh, yes, on? Here? <laughs> what is this history?" And I, I, I was jokingly saying, you know, like to both, like, "Hey, Johnny L, Stefan, this is what you might, you know." This is what you missed when you were not on the show, on the Hollywood Squares, you know? Like, you missed that season, you know? And, you know, actually, like, talking to Johnny L, very nice person, very eloquent, you know? Actually, he's very real, you know? When he's talking and stuff, he's not playing a character or, you know, trying to show off or anything, you know? Yeah. I mean, I was being attacked on the peanut gallery at Rachel's, you know, and it was kind of painful to see that, you know, sort of, you know, the five, six people just saying the same stuff. Like it was unreal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that was not like, again, you know, I, I do think like I went on too, too hot on that, you know, you know, when, (laughs) and I I could tell, I mean, I mean, I I can feel it because that's what I did what a week or two ago. I just, I just got tired of hearing my name talked about when I wasn't even around because I was deliberately consciously uncoupling for a little bit. And I even told Rachel, I just, you know, in light of current events with that whole deal with Rob Walker and then the uh, the uh, the interview I did for the podcast and the kind of feedback that was getting from some certain people, I just kind of excused myself. I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but I didn't watch the show. But every single day, somebody, you know, different people. We just kind of send me a note and be like, hey, you know, just talking about talking yeah. whatever. And and by by the end of the week, or was it a Monday? I don't remember what day it was. It's just enough. Like it was a silly. I mean, it's a silly stuff because I don't have any static with anybody there in the gallery or usually on the dais. And you know, there's there are some things unfortunately that were were a little misconstrued and 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 uh, needed clarification, which I was happy to do. But you know, some things were just mischaracterized, and I felt like that was unfair because i've never deliberately tried to torpedo that show or say anything yeah. negative about that show and i felt like that show was actually turning its you know turning me on my head and i didn't understand it so <clears throat> i have i have, I have not, no animus toward that show or anybody on it or yeah you, know. you get a bunch of strangers together a lot of times you know and it's going to be like that i'm going to find a reason to be nice to people no matter what until they give me a solid yeah. reason not to. And, then, and, and I'm going to stick around if it's fun. And as soon as it's not, I'm going back into the bushes. <laughs> you know, it's like the, it's like the Homer. Yeah. The Homer meme. It's where like, I, it, cause I don't have time. <sighs> well, and, and, and here, here's what I'll say. And then we can kind of wrap this up, but you know, like 
what kind of energy do you want to spend doing this stuff? Like, I, I, I don't. Be, I want it to be a fucking blast. I want, right, it, to I want it to be laughing my ass off. I want, it, I want it to be. I want it to be. If if you have a rapport with somebody and maybe zing them once in a while, I can take some zings. Don't worry. I'm not. There's a difference between thing. buddies fucking with each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, right. and complete strangers calling me a pussy. I thought that would be a lot of mine, but. But because these are things that wouldn't be said to you in your to your face, and that's yeah, thing, and that's, that's the, internet, that's the, the that's keyboard the equalization, right? Right, and and it is what it is. Like I'm not I'm not naive to that. It took me a minute when I started doing YouTube to kind of you know harden up to a little bit of that nonsense. But I got nothing against nobody, and there's one person who just can't let things go, and that's just between you know me and them at some point in the world. But um, for the most part, like I don't really I I don't think of these these grievances, and I don't think of this stuff. But literally every day for like a week. I was being reminded when I was trying to sit it out and just like, I don't know, move on with my life because it was a silliness. So anyway, there's no life I, outside of this box. Right. Well, no. And I think it was, I think Lou, you said it earlier when it's, it's not fun. Like why mess with it? Like, cause Michael 45 made an interesting point today on the show and that you know, he was talking about the evolution of the VC and then naturally would go to people making it a business in certain areas. And he's obviously done that himself. Don't disagree with that. But then it was, I forget who made the point, but it's like, oh, yeah, then Chance has t shirts he's selling. Like, I've never Wait, sold I them. still need one. I under, I know. I'm sorry. The only one I had to bring with me was not the right size. So I owe you one. But, um, but I mean, that even that, I mean, I've never sold like anything to anybody. Now, could that change one day? I hope you sell a million of them. Well, but, but, but the point being is like, that was another thing that was a mischaracterization that it's just like, okay, I've never sold anything to anybody, not knocking people who do not knocking auctions. Not, it, it, I just never have done that. But again, I got shit for sale. You guys want to buy this hand? <laughs> <laughs> it depends. Does it come with a record on the other side? <laughs> these things are, oh. I saw, like I saw somebody, like somebody did a bit with these and it was just so great. Like they're doing close-ups of records and they would do this with it instead of their hands. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway. So I think, I think Jason, I'm glad you, I, I think it was a good appearance. It started, uh, like you said, you came in hot, but I think that uh, hopefully, and, and most importantly, hopefully you feel is a good appearance to, say things you wanted to say and and uh you know again i don't think anything's going to necessarily change but i think that uh you spoke your truth and i think that uh you know there's value in that Thank i gotta you. pee i did my best I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. For sure. well hey louis i think i'm gonna wind it down honestly we'll so, be we'll be out, so yeah yeah i think i think we're gonna go stage left I think we all gotta go pee <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 we don't have rachel's amazing bladder control i did say that i mean five hour stream i mean george george must have amazing bladder control. george have you ever had i i, I no he just it? gets up and yeah. goes they got they okay. got a clock okay 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 i was i was always curious yeah. how that worked because like I'll, I'll wake up the next morning and like George and Nick did out. There's the word music talk with John. That's actually a very strong move. Just, just this. Don't drop your phone into the toilet, please. Yeah. 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 Just, just it, it's your mess. Nobody cares. Right. Except you. But, <laughs> just go, anyway. man. Just go. Well, I want to thank everybody for coming okay. uh, for our panelists. Uh, it was great meeting you all in Austin. Same here, buddy. And uh, it really enjoyed the, the interaction. Really enjoyed the show. And for, uh, you know, Bye, I, I, I have a, I have a suspicion this won't be the last time we meet up. But, Great. And then okay. Jason's going to put his little Richard record on and repent for his sin this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Anyway, so Eddie, Eddie's got a great – we'll sign off with this. Eddie says, this weekend was a true meaning of the VC. People hanging out who share the love of music and record collecting. Eddie, great one. I said it better myself. Thanks, everybody, right, for joining right. us. We'll, we'll do service noise. 
probably back to our regular schedule in a couple weeks. So be on the lookout for that. All right. Bye guys. Bye bye. And that was another trip around the turntable. Thanks for listening to vinyl community podcasts.